Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle and Smiley, and this is the Wormhole, episode 340. How you guys doing? It's Mr. Smiley, how you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Just fucking chillaxing on a Sunday. Almost, well, I guess it's Monday now, but still Sunday for us, right? Till you fall, that's the way I've always seen it. Yeah, I'm gonna bring Chad. I don't know. I, yep, there we go. Fucking Chad Westport. What's up? I think Google is taking over the chats again. Well, I had seen the thing about the Google, you know, messing around and chat deleting comments again the other night. And ever since I've seen the comments about Google being in chat the other night, I haven't had to start up chat like I haven't been having to do. So I can't help but think they're just in the background now they're the ones firing it up so either way as long as it gets going and i don't have to do it i'm cool yeah we love you google don't shut us down (laughs) Uh, just because we know you're listening you say that because i always look there's a there's that screen name in the shout outs that's fuck Google and you and I almost always either look up but I I try to flip the camera off every time I say that fuck Google and you just it's not my screen name but I kind of relate so try to make I try to make it a little bit my own name. Keep it up and it's gonna be your internet's gonna start fucking up right at the same time you're gonna start reading that name. It'll be like fuck and it'll go out. Eagle be done. They got you. <laughs> so, a little deep. funny story. Fuck Eagle, um, fuck you, Eagle. <laughs> fucking funny story about that is uh, I was telling uh, my neighbor the other day about this, the show, and the fucking fuckaboos that happen sometimes with the internet. And I said something about the power. I'm like, man, sometimes I think they even take out the power. And he's like, man, my power's been doing it too. And he's he's like, it must be trees or something. I'm like, all our lines are underground. <laughs> all the lines are underground. I said, well, isn't it? Wouldn't it be some kind of fucked if you know? They're trying to take me out, but then the only way to take out me is to pop off the grid, the whole grid for a minute. <laughs> that's getting like if that's the I said, if that's the case, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, man, it always happens in the middle of the night. I'm like, I know what it happens. I'm on air. That's funny shit. Been a good one, man. What's going on, chat? Rolling joints. I can't type and roll. We get the same one right right there. What is that? Dirty or catfish? Is that what it is? What am I? What are you talking about? Name the chat right there. Dirty or catfish. Cheers. Welcome to the show. Got a busy week lined up, man. Yeah, hopefully. I 
know I got some trimming to do. Got a lot of trimming to do. Yeah, I mean, and with, with it being what? Shit, there's one day that it's going to be almost 60 this week up here, up here. So it's probably going to be like 66 for you guys down the state. Shit, are like 85. 10 ahead. 85. <laughs> Yeah, I see it was supposed to be at 50s, 60s for next couple weeks or so. Something. However far out they dare to venture, I guess. Okay, this is the first time since I've lived up here that I've seen the ground as a new agency. It's dope. That's cool. So you got your worm bin started now or what? No, but I was actually fucking talking my neighbor into fucking, he was looking for projects that he was asking, hit me up about questions on just grow in general. And he started talking about, because uh, he's got chickens. And I was telling him that uh, he should be moving that coop more often, maybe fucking growing, you know, a season under them coops. Moving it and then growing the garden under the coop, and uh, he's got some. He's got what five kids, three girls. All right, wait, four girls, four girls, one boy, and uh, they all like to help out around, you know, with the chickens and all that good shit. They got chickens, dogs, all that good shit. And I was telling him, hey, you guys need to fucking get your worm bin going. Kids probably love that shit. I mean, because they're all about, they love taking care of the chickens and all that. They'd be all about that. All about it. Yeah, if he's doing a garden, he could kill it with that, especially having the chickens. But I don't know. Um, he at least composted it for sure. That's what I told him. That's what I told him. See, even though I'm not practicing, you're beating the drum. I love it. There you go. Love it. You're already sold, man. I know it ain't just a matter of time. A little fucking punk the hash to throw in the fucking joint. <laughs> I'm actually throwing all that in on a joint too. It's just like the crumbles. You know what I mean? It, you you ever make bubble? I have, yeah. It's been years, but I, I have made it. So this is right here is like after I make the, I, you know, pull the patty out and I fucking put out everything in the crescent screen there. I'll take a, a knife and I run it over the, the screen and get everything that's stuck to the screen on. And then I'll put the patty on and right above, right there, I'll just kind of like snap the cloth, the 25 screen over the tray. And get the little pieces off the 25 there, and I can't. I, all them little pieces, I I just scrape in a little pile, like festival style, little 45, little bit of this, little bit of that, and that's what I, I as it's drying out real quick, I'm fucking smoking that shit as I'm making my bubble, but uh, <laughs> that's what I got there. That's what I'm smoking. Uh, Probably. It's got to be a few grams there, probably a good eight right there. I'm going to roll one of them cannons that I haven't smoked in a while. I'm 
got some fucking smash cake that I just kind of fucking harvested. I'll line it with about an eighth of this fucking hash. Smoke me a fucking nice cigar. Hash going. Get a man. What's up? You love smoking at all, man. I'm, I don't know. I should get better at that. I could probably save a lot of, save a lot of the stuff. Like the scissor hash and stuff. I don't know. Anytime I've saved it, it's just never really, like, I don't know, it never really goes through anything. Smoke it once and then it sits off to the side. Oh, man, that's the best. You ever smoke a joint of just scissor hash? Because it dries up. Nice little balls. You know what I mean? When you, like, when you talk about, like, you let it sit around for a minute, it gets pretty dry. You can actually just make a joint out of that. Just smoke a fucking nice scissor hash joint. Oh, man, it's so good. So good. So flavorful. What up, Red Pill? Yeah, geez, uh, I almost, I got, well, I've got hash in four of my, four or five, four of, four or five of my uh, herbs now, trays are full of fucking hash. <laughs> nice. So how, that's, uh, you said you had quite a bit to run too, didn't you? Yeah, I actually, I'm still, the last of the three of five gallon buckets of material. So I had three five gallon buckets of material I had to run. Just finishing up. Uh, still got some work in there, but yeah, I pulled out. Nice. Man, I couldn't even I couldn't even fit it all in there, smiling. All that hash. I had to back off. I was like, man, that's too much. That's too much. It was too it was a, there was, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. It's more of a pinch there than I thought. Do you have a favorite strain to wash, Eagle? You know, um, that Primal Punch was really good. I like that. But uh, I was really impressed. I had some uh, Dominatrix that I flowered little nugs that I'd let sit around for a minute. And um, okay, that shit. I was. I have never really got a super nice one sixty pull. You know what I mean? Usually, I save that shit for you know cooking edibles, shit like that. But man, this time, this that that this last round that was you know popcorn nugs of all that shit was uh man that one sixty was. It honestly looks. Almost full milk. I'd almost say it's full milk. I haven't seen it yet, you know what I mean, as far as dry, but man, it pulled out. It was sticky and shit. And uh, kind of sucks because the first pull, I wasn't expecting, you know, most, like I said, most time I'm throwing away that 160 or I'm putting it up for edibles or something. So I'm not too in particular if something falls through. So I take my 220 bag and I'll like rinse it through and then I'll squeeze that motherfucker out really good. And I usually will take that ball out and throw it away and then pull the bag out. Sometimes when I pull the bag out, there might be a little bit of, you know, 
sugar leaf or something on my hands that might fall into the 160. And that's what happened this time. I pulled out that ball and fucking went to go pull up the 160 in a nice nice quarter-sized ball of sugar leaf fell down in there. And I thought, eh, what the fuck? There you go. And there ain't even nothing been in that 160 all day long. And this was the first pull of that, that batch. And I pull that fucking 160 bag up, and it was a handful, the whole fucking handful of fucking shit in there. And it was greasy to the touch, man. The bottom of the bag was sticky. It was all in one big patty, but it had pieces of the sugar leaf in there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck it. That, that hunk, I guess, is personal. I'll just work away, work around the greed matter there. But definitely got some nice pulls out of there. I guess I could show you real quick. But... Well, if you care to, I'm sure everybody would like to see. How's Johnny doing, man? What's up, bro? Doing good. What's up, Smiley? What's up? Doing, doing loosening up? Uh, well, you know, I, uh, I was feeling really good yesterday. And uh, did a few things around the house. Took my dog for a walk, you know. Yeah. Didn't do anything heavy. But um, today I got up and, and man, I feel like shit today. <laughs> my back is really stiff. It's really sore. And I slept most of the day. Today. Yeah. Too much. So. Some uh, undried 90 pucks. As you can oh, see, you these go. aren't... Uh, these aren't little baby, little baby patties. <laughs> so there's some 90. And again, I'm still pulling. Got some a uh, little pile of 25 there, which is a nice little little pile there. Was nice. that parchment you got it laying on, Eagle? Yep. Yeah. And the air we got some up through the trays, fine, or does it not need the the slots in the trays. No, it comes up through the center, and then there's, you know, it can come through the edges here, and then there's some slots through here. Okay. Right. We got some 45 and some 73, and then we got some more 160. There's that 160. Right here. There's that fucking patty right there. I came up with a fucking trim in it. Oh man, look at that ugly thing. This was like the next one. So look at these ones. I mean, that's 160, and that shit's sticky as shit. If you know what I mean? That's a good fucking pull for, but I mean. Yeah, it is. So we got some 160 and some 73 here, and I got a nice little table behind me with some shit on it. I'm still pulling yet. So. <laughs> like I said, a pretty good run. Pretty good run. I ordered my bags. You did? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, $10. I think I paid uh I think I paid forty five dollars for the, the set. That ain't bad. What did you get the um one gallon or the five gallon? The five gallon. Nice. Foreign yeah. deals, man. Working them. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, dude. We find yeah. them. And uh, yeah, Eagle Eagle gave me the uh, the insight of where to look on that. So thanks, Eagle. Appreciate that, man. Got me in the right location. Get the right stuff. 
Yeah, I'm excited about trying it out. The only thing is, is being where I'm at, I don't have the benefit of having the coolness around me. <laughs> I, I should have went outside, Johnny. You don't got to worry that? about it. I said, you bring the coolness. You don't got to worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyways. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I'm just, you know, concerned. I'm going to have to set up a tent with uh, that. It's going to have to be have. It's going to have to be a zone, a cold zone. You know what I mean? The, the tent will be where I do the work. Oh, you're saying for the hat? Yeah. I was looking at uh, Eagle's machine today, and he's got a um, insulation going around the outside. I like that. Do you got basements? Yeah. Do you got a basement though? A basement? Yeah. Do they do basements out there? Or, or oh no. No, no. no, they don't. No, they don't basements. I was gonna say if you can get down beneath the ground, it helps with some too. You know? Yeah, I, you know, there's a few mines around here, but I don't think they're supplied with uh, electricity. Thank you, Bullash. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to see in a dark hole, you know, too. <laughs> yeah, find, find somebody at the gas station and see if you can use their uh, walk-in cooler after they close or some shit. Hey, that's by Morgan, nice. I promise. <laughs> we go by Morgan. <laughs> it can take more than 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, shoot. That's good. Hey, it's cash coins. <laughs> Yeah, so 160, you got a good pull on that, huh? That's nice. That's a that's the first time I've ever really got anything that I would call usable on 160 there. I definitely would say that's going to be some usable uh, grade, usable grade there. What's up, Naughty Nikki? Do you know what flower that was from, Ego? Is that? I'm just, I was just going to ask. Bigger, that. That's a bigger trike head, then, right? When you catch it in that. Oh yeah, that was the dominatrix. From uh, Empire Breeding Co. that unleashed that 160 there. Was that there a mix? Under the, <clears throat> to make it uh, to even uh, more valuable information there, that that was under the LED run, which I believe makes it made a big difference there as well, as far as trichome size and all that good shit. Do you uh, think the, uh, the LEDs fattened up the trichomes on it as well? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've definitely noticed that. That fucking that same light's killing it right now. I I guess I gotta get by. I gotta get to work here soon after I smoke on this patty for a minute. But you guys, you want me to show you? Remember them? Remember them girls that I fucking swazied the other night? Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, how yeah. pitiful they looked? You remember that shit? You want to see them today? Yeah. Be taking down one of the earth boxes. Wow. Hell yeah. Uh oh. Hell yeah. Why only one? What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Why well, one? They're offset, brother. I don't. One one yellow to out faster than the other. Oh. I don't know why? I can't tell you. I don't know why. It just needs a but few more one, days or what? One, 
It was the one. It's kind of weird too. The it's one. The one that needs to be pulled down is a, the bigger of the bush, a bigger bush, and a little bit smaller buds. Not that they're small, you know what I mean. But just in comparison to the plant next to it, its own sister there. Uh, the other one's got longer to go. It had bigger buds. It wasn't as bushier, but it had bigger buds. And that one needs to go a little bit longer. So one that had smaller buds, but more of. Yeah. Hey, Eagle. Right screen. Yes, sir. Sorry. No, I was going to ask how many buckets did you see you washed? Andy Man was asking in the chat. Oh, three five gallon buckets. That's right. Still, still yeah. machine's still a full of flour. I got many months to go still. <laughs> so you're leaving it soaking in there? Yeah, it's soaking right now. Some water and some ice ready to be dumped and sifted. Actually, the buckets are ready to be sifted too. I'm actually letting them sit a little longer than they should, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> What can you do? You got to take a break in 24 hours, sit down and smoke a joint, hang out with the boys at some point. Hey, go. Normal people do, not Eagle Gardens. Uh, normal people. Uh, <laughs> now, hopefully, I can do this right without fucking, uh, fucking it up, man. I fucked it all up the other day. Uh, well, you had it there. Here we go. Great, I guess you can see it. When I had uh, Canamink on the other day, fucking, uh, I went to switch switch there. You know what I mean? And uh, fucking ended the meeting. Oh, yeah. I could see yeah. That. <laughs> Remember that. What's going on, fellas? Hey, world's last How you doing? Oh man, I'm exhausted. Ooh, long day. <clears throat> Real quick. I, I, I'm feeling that too. It was a long day for me. Man, I, I just did that uh that two day class. First day was ten hours. Today was eight hours. So yeah, it was it was a long, long, long class. <clears throat> but we covered a I, lot. We covered a lot, a lot, a lot. We had guys that were people that were just starting to try to grow, trying to set up for their first plant. We had vegetable farmers. We had guys from other countries. We had guys that are running 300 acres, two acres, 20 depths. No, it was a very, very, very good class. Very, very informative. Everybody fucking crushed the shit out of it. But we covered a lot. What is that, Eagle? That's dope, man. Yeah, what you got in that tent? There you go. I can't hide That's That is huge. That's the ones... That uh, we seen last week that I deleted super hard before I threw them in there. <laughs> Holy cow! I'm laughing because I know, I know exactly what you're looking at. You got a bazillion. Every leaf you strip, you got two, two to three of them. Fucking replaced it. And that that good old that is crazy. That good old Swazi Tech. I love that shit, man. You go hard. He go ham as fuck. Let him recover, and you're like five days later. You're like. Uh, so it doesn't even look like I did any damage. Holy fuck. 
Yeah, yeah it's you know, amazing. If they're really rocking, they can they pop. Are out. all those the same eagle? Yeah. Well, well, that's I. You got a tall I, one in the back there. I swasied yeah. these girls so hard because they were already so big, and I didn't want them to stretch any further. So I <laughs> them out with the swasi tech to keep them from sweating to the rope. What we got. I don't know if you um, heard about my little tip for the Swazi Tech, but it looks like you already nailed it. You really yeah. want to let them after you when you swat if you're are you is this the cocoa room or is this an organic soil room? This is uh cocoa. That's cocoa same word. Area there. Um the one thing that I've noticed is yeah. if you if you swazi them very, very hard. Uh, about like four to five days before flower, give them enough time to recover, but you want to let them dry out their first time. If you let them dry out and then double their food, man, they fucking slap, 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 slap. <laughs> oh, there we go. Nice, man. Ooh. Man. What are we looking at there? Them are the, some of the earth boxes. That's the strangest old box. Uh, nice, man. That's some sexy looking trollers there, man. Dude, isn't that funny? Like how little work you have to do with that shit? So nice. Them are cocoa buds there. Things right here. I'm glad I said hell yeah when you had your hand by it. I'd have said hell yeah, and you'd have been like, "Them are the cocoa buds." <laughs> there you go. Quick look at the things. Well, I guess I can show you the bitch. What's going? On? Ah, damn, my shoulder's just killing me. Yeah, we going fucking under today. Actually, actually, I just swazied these guys. These guys are actually just starting to rebuild. You run them right, now that, right too, don't you? World size folk. I remember. Seeing, what's up? I, I remember seeing one of your videos. It seemed like you run them pretty, pretty skinny too. You eat pretty much all the leaves. Oh yeah, no, I go, I go, fucking, I go, I go all ham. <laughs> Anything that has a leaf bigger than that gets taken off. But again. And you need to know when to do that. If you do it incorrectly, you will fuck shit up. That's that's something that you learn by trial and error for sure. You're like, no, no, no. You have to accompany for it. If you're going to do it synthetically, this is how you do it. If you do it organically, this is how you do it. What do you see no, as the It's definitely a, a, a timing game. What do you see as the benefit? Uh, so the benefit from it is actually... So over leaves, like over leafing or leaving your uh, leaves straight on your plant. Okay, well, again, that is your receptors for your plant to actually absorb. Okay, sorry, if I sound dumb, I have been talking for two days straight for a long fucking time. So I am very, very mentally exhausted. Yeah, yeah. But um, when you swazi, <clears throat> so you're letting the plant sit so it can actually make as much foliage as it possibly can, okay? So this is like if a goat came out of some nowhere and started eating the plant and ate the whole fucking plant well it's a weed 
it's going to try to do anything it can to try to like repair itself and do anything it can to just keep going. So if you can time it correctly, you go, okay, so I'm going to let it grow as well as it does from start. The second you start transplanting them, keep letting them go. Before, when you're like, okay, I'm going to start flipping these into flour. About four to five days before flour, I like to take every motherfucking shit off. So you take all the fan leaves, the small leaves. Um, dude, you, you strip them pretty well bare. They go, oh my God. But they're used to having the energy from having so many leaves. So they actually go, okay, we still got a little bit of energy. And then they stunt for a second. They go, what the fuck? But within three days, they go, okay, well, we're a weed. We're going to start building back. We're going to keep going, da, da, da. So they actually start building themselves back. As they're in that swing, you flip them into flour. They keep going. Ba, 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 ba. But you've already thinned them, middled them, bottomed them. So literally everything that's growing out is brand new growth that is going to be flowers. But it's a whole lot easier to thin a 18-inch plant than a six-foot plant. It takes you a whole lot less time. So you're literally just doing your, you're doing all your thinning and tailoring to just make all the flower sites before you actually go into flower, but you let the plant respond and recover. And then it just builds from flower sites. There's no week three, you take the bottoms, middles and skirting. It's already done. It's only building from node sides. Week three, you go through the top of the canopy and to actually take leaves to expose node sides. We're not growing leaves. We're growing fucking weed. Like it's all about the flowers, not about the leaves. So if you can, if you know, if you grow outdoors, if you have a very, very bushy indica plant, giant, giant, giant cola, you harvest that cola, anything that has not been touched by the light is lime green. It's not going to make a bag. So indoors, if you can take, so the gavitas throw like six to eight feet. So if you can actually keep, if you can actually expose the nodes from your plant so the light sees it, that bud will end up being either a half a gram to a gram and a half on the bottom of the plant but they don't need the they don't need families to actually do their job the sugar leaves do more than the families but you want the families at certain times that's again the timing the timing aspect week three after they're done stretching they go okay i'm a baby i'm a vegetative state i'm gonna go into flower okay i'm gonna turn into a teenager well if you break a teenager's arm and fucking right as it's trying to grow and going through its growth spurt it might not grow back correctly it might stun it. It might fuck it up. It might hurt the development of it. But if you have a child that you're like, okay, well, damn, dude, you just got in a car accident. By the time they're a teenager, they're already completely, they have way better receptors to actually heal themselves. Because again, like you, you're not fixing plants and flower. You have to have good plants and flower or you're, you're not going to make up for what's lacking. But you're trying to take a child that actually like pretty well got, almost got in a car accident, but it came back. And now it's like, dude, I'm Spider-Man. I don't feel pain. I am strong as fuck. I come back hard. I have extra shit that I'm now going to over overdrive on. So again, week or four four days before flower, five days, I like to thin them really hard. Let them dry out. Second you feed them, you double up the food. So they go, oh, so we're kind of getting ready for flower. And then they get excited, start building all their foliage back and everything else. Dude, again, week three, you wouldn't notice. Look through my page. I've been doing Swazi Tech for about five years, actually. I've done it outdoors, light depths, indoors. Guess what? It's all about when you do it and how you do it properly. 
But at the same time, dude, I get fucking three, four foot colas indoors. So it works. You just got to know when to do it correctly. Yeah, you definitely get long colas like that from it. Well, I mean, even on even on the four by four with the orange dreams was like a pound and three quarters. Yeah. The other thing I and it got watered six times in its whole entire life. I mean, the real the real thing too is uh, like if you do have a bush of a plant and you start pulling the leaves, you'll notice the branches kind of come together and give you a little bit smaller of a footprint. Well, at the same time, I'm trying to make as many nodes as I possibly can. I'm trying to uh, train the plant for bud sites, not leaf development. So if I can scrog it, throw it sideways, take the energy instead of topping it, pinching it, super cropping it, and just take the momentum and push it sideways, when it hits that net, it actually naturally super crops itself. So it actually buffens itself up and goes, what the fuck, man? Like I'm fighting against something. So it actually does push-ups against that shit, beefens itself up as if you super cropped it, but it doesn't, you, you don't slow down the growth pattern. You just take the growth rate and push it sideways. You're talking about growing the screen over it? Is that what you're talking about? Not like a scrog? Yeah, scrog, screen, screen to green, for sure. Those are definitely needing a little bit of nitrogen, and that is, that's potassium, not magnesium, <laughs> for sure. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on the class. Class went very, very good. Anybody wanting to take my class? Again, it, this class was about 17, 18 hours, two days. So, and you make, you make like anywhere between 10 to 15 inputs. So you make your entire own nutrient lineup, but we go through a ton of other shit. But no, it's, it's, a, it's a full on two day class. So if anybody wants to be involved in that, DM me on Instagram. But it's going to be uh, August 3rd and 4th next month. Do it, do it. No, actually. Oh, did we lose? Oh, did we? Oh, it was just a camera? On my screen, we're only down to three. What's up with that? I see his flowers. Oh, I see four. I see Smiley and you and Johnny. Johnny's got them swazied right down too. There you go. Yeah, those look is great. That, again, like is that swazied? Ninja chop. Yeah. Well, again, like it's there's not a whole lot of leaves left. They still have enough to process, but they're lots of light penetration. Um, your last few weeks, you're using your cold bottles to try to induce uh, cytokines. Yes. Yes. Nice. There you go. Yo, That's bro. Back in the back back in the old days, like guys that didn't grow, they're like. Yeah, bro, you fucking take purple Kool-Aid and feed it to your plants for a few weeks and it'll turn them purple. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. You mean, you mean you're growing in November or December with snow outside? Yep, that's what's doing it. <laughs> you can nutrient. No, those are looking good, bro. You're going to be very happy with your harvest. Those are looking great. Nice big old dongers. What, you're like week seven, almost eight? Uh, they're all different. Um, See, that guy yeah. looks like week eight. That guy behind it looks week six. The guy on the right looks week five. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're progressing a little bit differently. They're all in soil, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, Is it a soil cocoa blend or is it just straight soil? Yeah, soil cocoa blend. Yeah. 
where I can just I can just tell from the look of your medium. But no, dude, yeah, you're crushing it, looking great. I'm happy with it so far. I'm 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 already uh, like Smiley says, you know, I'm, I'm planning my next run. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Well, you have what uh, three rooms right now? I yeah, I have uh, I have three different locations that I'm going with. I have a a room off in the in my bedroom. I have this one here that's just veg and flower. And then I have an isolation tent. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, man. So you got pretty well two flower rooms and a bedroom. Yeah. Nice, man. Pretty Hell much. yeah. Yeah, actually, I just picked up. Uh, actually, it's funny as a uh, Mars Hydro actually hit me up and wanted me to run some of their gear because they're actually having new lights and shit. So they actually sent me like a four by four tent and one of their new LEDs. So I'm gonna give careful. Careful. Let me give that a run. They're very privileged. They never hand them all, dude. Well, yeah, they never. Guess what? I, I had I had, to, I had to fucking pull teeth. They hit me up. Oh, we'd love to. We'd love it if you run our gear. Like, what well, we want to send you some stuff. I'm like, all right. Like, I already run like four four flower rooms and a bedroom. So yeah, like if you wanna, if you want me to test your lights, like I can totally like if you want to send me four of them, like I've got a room I could probably replace it with and see how it does versus what I normally yield. Well, we can't donate four of them, but if you run one and we have good reviews, we can send you more. Okay, that's fine. Um, so what do you want me to test? Well, we've got a few new lights coming out. We want you to test our highest model or our, our mid-grade model. Well, so I run this spectrum, this spectrum, this spectrum, and this spectrum, and I'm running this company, this company, and this company. Do you think that that can match? Well, we might kick you up to our like best model and see what you think about that. Okay, dude, that's fine. Hey, um, can you post two times a week, like your garden two times a week? Dude, look through my page. I'm not posting one garden twice a week. No, sorry. Like, uh, it's like that's fine. You guys can, uh, like, uh, it, it just seems like it's too much hassle. Like, it's it's all right. You guys can go ahead and keep your product. I can't. I'm not going to dedicate my page to your product. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm like, so when can you post? Well, I'll post, I, I post a bunch of different rooms and I post plant pictures and I'll post it versus lights. If I like what they see, I'll post it and I'll bring you business. Okay, well, can you sign a non-disclosure agreement? What are you talking about? It's, it's going to say that you, you're gonna, you, you got the light, you got the equipment and says that you, you will post this many times within this amount of period. I'm like, dude, this is way too much. No, no, sorry. Like, dude, go ahead and keep your product. Like I have a, a $1,200 LED they gave me and said, post when you can. They didn't say, no, we need you to sign shit. We don't need you to give it back. We don't, no, 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 no. If that's the case, keep it. Like, I'm fine. That's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll take care of that. That's fine. That's fine. We'll just, just, can you just please grow our product? I guess I, I can, I can make room if you want to send me something. So we only have a three by three tent available instead of the four by four. So you okay with three by three? Dude, my footprints are eight by eight, 10 by 10, six by six by eight and 12 by six. Uh, no, I'm not going to run a three by three. Sorry, dude. Just keep your product. Give it to somebody that can actually use it. No, 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 no. We'll get you a four by four. We'll get you a four by four. We'll get you the best light period. Just post when you can, please. Cool. I'll set it up. Well, if it, if it runs good, I uh, will post it. If not, like I'm going to post pictures and give you my honest review like i run a lot of lighting companies and if you're up to par you're up to par if not i'm gonna give you an honest review but i'm at the same time if you send me something 
dude, it's not, you're going to try it and give it back for two months. You're going you're to try it for three, do it for a run and then give it back. No, you want me to promote your product. I'm going to run it, give you an honest review. And it's going to bring you business. So you're, you're donating the product, but that's also a tax write off. So it's not a big deal, but no, like at the same time, like if this is too much, <laughs> I've got plenty of other companies that want to do business. This seems like a lot for something very like, I'm kind of like, all right, whatever with. So if you want to make this work, I can make it work. If not, dude, that's fine. Give it to somebody else. Let them run it. But I can't donate my entire page to it. Sorry. But I'll run it and tell you how it does. And if I like it, I'll bring it customers. That's how it works. You know, if you got a good product, I have no problem promoting good products. But when it comes to products for me, it's not growth shit. It's it's not nutrients. So it's it's either it's not nutrients, it's either soil or lighting. Because I have everything else I need. So like if you want to invest in lighting let's do it and i'll give you an honest review but at the same time like dude i'm not i don't want to go through a bunch of hoops i'll just buy lights that's easier like whatever <laughs> i know i've got no problem dropping a, a grand on fucking lights you know or 10 grand on fucking 10 lights or whatever but no if you want me to try your product and that gets into my garden dude i'll invest it. If, it, if it fucking kicks ass dude i'll invest all my shit in your shit you know but it has to it has to be up to standard right no doubt man Thanks for the advertisement, Juan. <laughs> exactly, dude. Just, just, just the advertising again. Like, well, I've got about fifteen thousand people I mean, on my IG, so at least, like, dude, if I start posting, I, on I it, turned dude, a them lot down because I didn't want to do it. But, <laughs> but again, no, I'm, I'm like, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll use this for fucking popping seeds, or actually, what I'll probably end up doing is. I'll give it one good review and a test run. If I like it, they'll send me more. All right, some sneaky bastards. Infiltrators. Or I'll either run more of them and run a full room and compare it versus what I have for my CMHs and my other LEDs and my Gavitas and everything else. Um, if I don't like them, dude, guess what? That's going to get fucking given to a friend. Like, I don't need it. I don't need it, but I'll run it. And if it's good, dude, I'll run it. But if it's not, dude, I will help friends that need and are trying to get into the grow industry. You know. All right, that's enough about Mars. Dude, definitely. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's plenty enough about that. <laughs> that was an excellent review for him. Nice. Be excited for. Man, I can't wait for that. Uh, these four Jeffersons to come through. Man, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. How did the uh, and they, uh, uh, how did the the jelly bean uh, give out go? I, I, I'm starting to see flower pictures. Yeah, they were. It's doing good, man. A lot of people got some nice, nice phenos out of it there. Monster nice. buds. A lot of people did real well. Nice. I was just showing mine there a minute ago. Uh, took off or pretty good. Nice, six man. footer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, under six footer under the Mars LED. Mars TSW two thousand there. Kind of crushed it. My, my I, I just couldn't do it no more with the Mars, so I had to put them in the background. So Again, I've got the uh, Galaxy Hydro. That pink room I got is Galaxy Hydros. I got seven of them 
for 125 bucks. That's extra. Like, oh, I've got extra lights. Fucking might as well put something together. It's not anything serious, period. But that light spectrum, <laughs> if you go from T5s and make them stack, and then you go to the, uh, gal- uh, the those that make them stretch out, they make good moms. Makes nice, really nice I'm cuts. I'm going to need a shirt or nipple stickers. Your choice. <laughs> Pasties or a shirt. Your choice, Chief. YouTube censors are a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, no, that dude's got tits. What else is going on in anybody else's garden? Oh, God damn it. For Tilly being into flower for about seven, well, six days in or so. Did you get some cuts of that, uh, the tri-leg one there? A tri-branch? I have some, yeah. Stiggy. Yep. I'm serious about what I'd like to uh, smack that Ford Jefferson with that, uh, with the jelly there. Just for funsies. Yeah, what's what's in funsies. what's in that? Well, the Ford Jefferson, I believe I gotta get my book. I don't have it in front of me and I don't memorize that shit. Basically world's last hope it's a male that's growing three three uh branches. A trifoliate? Yeah, and then I got a thing that was doing that too. So we're gonna hit the two together. Uh do you know if the trifoliate do you know if, uh, uh, the trifoliate passed to the clone stage? I don't think it it's. Uh, Let's see. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's fine. I said I don't think it did on the jelly. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, so. The trifoliates are a basic mutation, but they end up seeming to grow out of it. If you can actually have the arms of the plant, like instead of the main stock, the arms throw trifoliates. And then you clone it, and then it still throws trifoliates. That's fucking something special. That's what the mail. Most of the time, most that's of, what I got of, in the mail. Uh, the most mail. of the time, it seems. Most of the time, it seems like it grow tries to grow out of it, though. Yeah, so really- far, that's yeah. what I've got. It's Tropic Sunrise times Alcatraz OG, and all the nice. lower branching. So all the lower branching, it's to the point where. Their little branches are starting to pop off of them. So all the lowers as they're coming up show the tribe branching as they as they come up and are starting to, you know, branch out. So I believe it will go through the clone and keep that phase. That's yeah, if, if that I mean, keeps it, dude, that's that's something that's something special for sure, definitely. Um, I, it, you know, it's funny because when I seen it and I noticed it was a male, it just, it, something told me to keep it and it just felt, it's some, there was something that felt special about it. I don't know. I know that probably sounds stupid. Oh, yeah. No, no, 100%. Dude, like, dude, some, it's, it's sometimes, like, well, again, like, dude, if, if anybody has triangle gush, you have a room of fucking 50 plants. I could probably look in the room and be like, that's it. No, it speaks to you. Like, if you know that plant, you know it up and back, up and down. And there's just, it, dude, it's almost like having a dog. Like, you get that kind of bond. 
it, it, but, well, at the same time, when you grow a strain, you're with that shit for fucking at least 10 weeks. So you get to know it. It's like having kids in a kindergarten class. Eventually you get to know all the kids. But uh, no, the male, if that male passes that trait, that is awesome. That'd be a very, very cool thing to actually like. Dude, if that, tra- if that transfers trifoliate in the offspring and then the offspring actually keeps consistently growing trifoliates on the actual arms and then it passes to the clones and then you get clones that actually grow trifoliates and keeps that stable trifoliate wise. Oh man, that's going to be the, that's going to be a grower's dream. Instead of twos, you get threes. So you get six brackets per fucking. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. So I, I had that with a warlock one time, but as you're talking about it, I, I only grew it. What's up? I grew it and flowered it as it being a seedling and I never took clones of it. So that's a good point to make if that's something that in my, Another experience I have with that, uh, not a trifoliate, but the leaf sets that go above nine that make 11, 13, 15, and then even double overlap right in the middle and have another three bladed leaf on top of a 15 bladed fan leaf. Definitely. It didn't ever pass that in the clones. You take clones of it and then it never goes above nine leaves. I definitely hear that. I did some uh, strawberry. What was it? Um, strawberry las vegas bubba kush when they were throwing out testers the i grew i think 20 different and the lowest leaf set the lowest leaf set on that on all those plants were 13 they went all the way up to like 28 it was actually at three road it was hell crazy i was like huh holy shit i've never ever ever come to that but I've also grown certain strains that I was like, dude, I've had this strain for five years. I know exactly what it does. Gave it a little bit different food or a different climate. And then all of a sudden you start, that's when you start getting the fucking buds on your fan leaves. And these were not even like little teeny tiny nuts. These were like fucking gram and a half nuds on the, the palms of your fan leaves. And I've already, again, never did that for like five years. So I'm like, hmm, I need to dig into actually what I'm feeding more to figure out how that's actually happening. I don't know if the plant may be like. I'm getting that maybe on one of my on one of my well, strains I'm, right now i'm almost thinking in my head i'm like is so what makes that kind of growth happen well normally within the, when the plant's kind of confused right so it almost might be like you it it's not even their light cycle it's almost like some kind of hormone in the plant was naturally pushing it to almost maybe revert but it put it into a weird spot Reverse and then went into movement. flower and then just instead of making a node, it made an actual flower. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just an idea that I have. But again, I would love to know if anybody knows <clears throat> how the fuck to consistently make buds on your fan leaves. I am all ears because, dude, it's, that's just something you're like, dude, that's an extra fucking, you might actually have an extra 200 grams of fucking <laughs> buds on flower on fucking fan leaves for hash, you know? You'd have to stop cutting them all like, off. Stop. No, no more swaze. Yeah, no more swaze and the shit out of that. Well, again, when, when it, whenever that happens, it actually does not do it on all the fan leaves. As you see, it's mainly the top two brackets. You can most of the time leave those. And actually, by the time you go in the flower, they make new brackets for the actual plant. So it actually... 
the, the Swazi don't don't really affect it, but more fan leaves, you know, it does what it does. But again, my style, whatever. No, no, I've, I've done. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> run back around, but no, yeah, definitely like. To have I feel like if I leave them, they get a little bit overcrowded, and they start trying to put energy into shit that's not gonna make anything, or like lowers and garbage. So when you take that off, it's like, oh, dude, now I've got all this. Oh, I, I've got a, I forgot a fucking sprained ankle. Well, now you don't have a fucking sprained ankle type shit. You know, it just kind of holds it back and takes the momentum from the plant that you take off that it no longer needs, and then redisperses the energy up top. But again, that's that's just that's stoner logic. So stoner logic. <laughs> plant, plant and omelet. Yeah, I always kind of saw that as a hormonal shift. As it was going through its uh, critical points of influence, you were trying to really hit that timing that you were talking about to shift the hormones <laughs> to a more cytokine and dominant versus the uh, ox and dominant. And then the cytokine is kind of like looked at as the feminine, the more feminine growth portion of it. So it's going to be more of your bud sets and, and actual. Well, with the cytokine and anakin debate, it actually all depends on your stretch of your plant. Your uh, cytokines help the plant stack. Your anakins help them shoot. So if you're using anything like alfalfa, uh, alfalfa seed sprout, barley seed sprout, and aloe, those mainly help the plant shoot. But actually, aloe is so great because it has such a wide spectrum of macro and, and uh, macro and uh micro and macronutrients that it actually has a full spectrum. It's tagged kind of all your bases, but it has a ton of enzymes. It's got bromelain, brocoline, fuck, dude. It's got like over, I think it's like over 20 different amino acids and enzymes. But the same thing, if you're using cytokines, you want to use like coconut kelp and like uh, seed sprout teas for corn because it actually, that helps your plant stack. So if you have like GMO, you want it to stack or it still puts on good weight if you make it stretch and it still will throw nice colas. But if you're like, dude, this thing is getting out of hand. You can slow the growth rate down so the nodes aren't going pop, pop, pop. It'll go pop, 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 Just different enzymes. It's funny. My grandson says pop, pop. You have a fucking grandson, Smiley? Yeah. Holy shit, you old piece of shit. You're like, what, 20? No, I gotta be a piece of shit, man. 20, 20, 21, 22? That's fucking awesome, dude. Like, dude, um, yeah, dude, kids and grandkids are fucking amazing. Actually, it's funny as my daughters just came back from grandma's house because I taught that class, but the uh, grandkids between me and my brothers are one, two, three, four, five. <clears throat> so they have a blast. Hmm. No, they they have so much fun when they they get all together. Hold on, Red Pill. Do you grow outdoors, Red Pill? Is that what I remember? Or did I miss? I have grown outdoors, yeah. Okay. Not know. since 2013. It's last time. I got one outside right now. Right now? I, yeah. Like in veg or are you like in flower? I stuck it out a couple days back. So the light schedule is enough to get it kicking off? It's already in flower. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And I just, uh, I, it, it's, it's, 
it's in the 50s at night now. So I, I'm not even worried about it. So I threw that shit out there so that they'd get used to it. And, and so it's been out there for a few nights. I went out there and checked it. It was a little dusty because obviously, you know, it's in the desert. So I'm not, I'm not expecting to get any kind of really killer smoke out of it because it'll be dirty. How do you clean a bud after, you know? You can wash those. Oh, there's a whole, yeah. Water, 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 water. Yeah, I just, I, that's that's a whole nother thing that now I have to think about, you know. You ever seen the, that goes, cause there's a lot of stuff. Ever seen, uh, the technique where you do like <laughs> lemon water, then cold water, then baking soda water, then hot water, then repeat the cycle? Yeah, I don't do it that way. So, just any for anybody that washes your buds. Yeah. If you have powdery mildew problems and you like to dunk your shit, if you use green clean, plant therapy, any of those things, guess what? They all have essential oils in them. It's going to uh -oh. stick to your glands and you're going to taste it. If you use any kind of soaps, you will Ooh. taste it in the flower. If you use hydrogen peroxide or rubbing alcohol, it will dry your glands out. So your hash will not be melty. It actually burns off the exostentic ex layer of your glands and burns off the oils. So you have dry glands. Best thing to get rid of anything. If you got powdery mildew, don't. Well, we're talking about powdery mildew. I to know about Put the it dirt. Guess how many, guess He's talking about dirt. I get it. So, so if you have powdery mildew, <laughs> put it aside. Don't treat it. Most extract artists can actually like separate it and clean it. So if you do other things to it, you're just degrading your hash. If you have dust and dirt, water, just water, rain, rain, or just take a actual bucket, mm -hmm. dip them in the bucket of water, give them a nice little mm -hmm. gistle. But no, it'll actually, it'll, it, again, how do you wash hash? Sub-zero temperatures, it actually breaks the glands off. So you get cold, like not cold water, but like lukish warm water. So it doesn't have that point where it actually gets so cold the glands break off, but it actually washes the plant. Because again, your plant can sit in the rain okay. for a week, no problem. The rain's not fucking warm, and there's no glands that come off that plant. But right. dude, water, 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 water. Don't use hydrogen okay. peroxide. Don't use alcohol. It's gonna actually make your hash like shit. If you have powdery mildew, don't try to treat it. Cut that shit off. Separate it and tell the well, fucking. Can you wash artist, that? Can you wash a, the bud like that and then uh, dry it normally and smoke it like one hundred percent? So it's like if it's like it's like if you harvest it in the rain. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about that shit. I live in the ain't gonna, ain't gonna hurt it. Well, yeah. That's gonna make it, make it, it easier. Well, so so you want to put it in there? That is pretty easy. Give it a, a hard shake, not like a duh, like a. Duh, 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 duh. So it actually like breaks it apart a little bit and vibrates it, but it'll all come out. Dude, after I'm four or five buds, you're gonna be like, "This shit is dirty." Yeah. But all the dirt goes in the in the actual fucking bucket. What was that? Some smell? of it sticks to the bud, but it's way cleaner than what it was. Yeah, you're not trying to get in there and get real rough with it. It's a, just a gentle rinse, and you're just not really. I'm not gonna demonstrate the stroke to you, <laughs> but yeah, the, but yeah, I mean, nice and slow. You're just trying to get it a nice even rinse. But it doesn't hurt it at all. I mean, you start, you hang it, and you have your dehumidifier going. It's going to be dry within. Yeah, again, it's like harvesting in the rain. The glands are mainly going to stick off, but the glands are also going to se separate and sit. 
you could totally run that as bubble hash if you want to, because you're going to rinse it and it's going to sink and do everything else. So you can actually catch your glands. And then when you actually spray your product, you're actually, um, when you actually rinse your product, when it's in the bags, when you actually like are, oh, okay, we're going to pull our bags out. You spray the shit out of them and you try to turn your product over because any leftover dirt will actually push through the screen and actually not be on the glands. But a lot of extract artists will actually pick that shit up. So, I mean, even if you can just pour out most of it, take the little dirt clod, dry that shit out, put it in a bag. Dude, dude there's a lot of people out there. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's very crazy. Another thing to keep, in, uh, to keep in mind is there's a lot worse things that can be stuck to those buds than dirt. Dude, yes. especially yes. if they fucking are treating for the fire and you start getting overspray from the fucking um, that pink. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god, I've seen a few crops that were like painted, painted. Like, you can't do anything with it. It doesn't wash out. No. Like but Johnny, your dust though, that would absolutely wash those buds. And I wouldn't think I got so much that. information out of that dust question. I would absolutely Man. Uh, rinse them and you'll be surprised how much fucking dirt is in the bottom of that and you'll be like holy shit but again try not to use any soap solution anything with oil any kind of so i had no intentions of using anything of that nature water even if you use a citric acid citric acid Mm -hmm. is super super low ph so it actually like it tries to it washes everything but again you use that mainly for fruit fruit don't have to THC. So you're actually starting to degrade the oils on your glands. So be careful. Again, I feel water, 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 water. Okay. So red pill, let's finish our conversation about the uh, uh, RSO. Oh yeah, yeah. the tinctures. Okay. Yeah, tinctures and RSO stuff. That was uh, that was good conversation. I was enjoying the heck out of that. The other day. Well. I think we left off at pretty much, I think I, you know, explained the actual extraction technique with keeping everything cold, the amount of alcohol to use if we want to grind or keep the whole flowers and that changes the amount of time that you're going to have sitting in the solution of alcohol. Yeah, I think I would probably end up grinding it or at least breaking it down a good portion of the way. Well, that, that works too, because then it happens faster, the whole process, you know, you don't have to wait as yeah. long. Uh, but yeah, how long does it normally take? You said 24 to 48 hours or something? One, one to 12 hours, depending on how oh, one much. To 12 hours. Yeah. Okay. If you have like grounded up, you know, weed that's like flour, then it's not going to take long to extract with. Okay. Whole, whole and then at the and same time, I can take all my other jars and clean those babies out with it, right? Uh, yeah, you could, sure. <laughs> Yeah, you can, that's what I mean. You can you can use alcohol to the point to where it's uh, saturated, where you use so much of the alcohol or you dissolve so much THC and other you know everything else that comes with the uh, with what it's pulling off with its solubility. You get to a point where it's saturated, and then it doesn't work as a solvent anymore. So that's actually if you do want to get it to a tincture, you I mean. That's when people make the argument, if you're going to evaporate off all the alcohol, if that's what you're using, or evaporate off all the alcohol and use the measure of the moon, 
so you can evaporate all the alcohol and say you're left over with uh, 10 grams of oil. You can dilute that or dissolve that back into like 40 uh, milligram or milliliters of alcohol. And that helps you dose, know how much you have in one milligram, right? So if at oh, that so, point- So by doing that, you're actually- You're measuring it. Yeah, okay. you'll know how much, what you'll, you can do it down to one drop even, or one, one ML, you know? So when, if you did do that, then uh, if 40 grams has, or uh, 40 milliliters has 10 grams, and let's just say uh, it, you could have anywhere from 600 milligrams of THC into one gram of RSO, or it could be as high as like 85, you know? So in a, you know, just say there's 750 milligrams in one gram of THC in one gram of RSO. Okay, so then you're diluting that or dissolving that into 40 milliliters of alcohol. So now you have uh, 7,500 uh, milliliters in 40 ml or milliliters of alcohol. So then you just divide from there. So uh, if you're using one milliliter, it's a 40th, it's 7,500 divided by 40 equals how yeah. much? THD is going to be in that one ml of solution. Actually, that's actually how I reverse engineer my uh, Pelmag. Mm -hmm. I could write this down for you too in like a message. Okay. Me yeah, because that's kind of that was a little deep for me right there. I kind of fell out of the pool on that one. Yeah, it gets a little number heavy on that, but <laughs> that I, I'm just we, we need to talk. We need to talk more. I was right there with you. Okay. Because yeah. this works the same for dosing your edibles too, because everyone always figures out yeah, how much they have in their stick of butter, but then they don't know what the portion is per cookie. I but have no idea what I have in my butter right now. That's one of the things that I'm kind of confused about as far as the uh, edibles go and everything is, is portioning of it. So, so um, that's, that's uh, where I'm having my issues. What was that, Smiley? Isn't it only going to hold a certain amount too? Like the butter's going to get saturated at a certain point? I have no idea what that amount is. I'm guessing it could be like 10 grams of oil in a one stick of butter, which none of us would probably ever make in the first place. So one thing that I found out with edibles that, so if you're doing any kind of bud or trim, it's actually better to actually, even if you don't have the equipment to do it, you can totally make, look into cold water hash. It actually just separates everything into just a liquid solution. So you can use just the fucking, just the hash, but it's got some dirt in it, but it's literally like micron uh, 160 to everything, anything that sinks. Um, you can refine it and clean it a few times. But if you uh, infuse that into butter, that will actually give you, again, that's better way to actually milligram and dose out your edibles. But <clears throat> if you're doing butter with just herb, um, so you can have weed and it chills by itself, doesn't mold. Butter chills by itself, doesn't mold. When you mix them together, they end up molding. So if you're going to make butter, I really like to... Um, take my weed, mix it with the butter, put it in a crock pot, let it sit on low for a few hours, but you need to add a little tiny bit of water to it. 
Um, the water is the binding agent that takes actually the THC and bonds to the fat molecules or the oil molecules. You wind um, up with a little, whatever's heavy, the, the fat and the butter sits on top and you can pull it right off the water. Exactly. Um, so actually what's really funny is whenever you do it in the crock pot, let it sit, uh, you're decarving it, but you're also trying to bind it to whatever you're doing it with. Whenever you're actually ready to start harvesting it, 30 minutes prior, you add 50-50 water to it. Let that sit for about a half, half an hour. Then that immediately goes in the freezer. You put it into a pan, it immediately goes in the freezer. Once that freezes, the it actually separates. It actually has all of the THC and everything else, but it actually makes an ice brick. You break them apart, but the ice brick actually starts getting all the chlorophyll, the dirt, and everything else in it versus the brick of, of butter. You throw that back in the crock pot on low for another 30 minutes, um, add another 50-50 water to it, and then it separates it again. That's when you start getting that really, really blonde butter, but it doesn't have the chlorophyll in it. So the chlorophyll is actually what makes the butter mold. So most butter is only good, like if you use just straight weed, if you look at it under a scope, four to seven days is going to start actually trying to mold because it's moist, but it actually has the plant material in it. That's the problem. So when you take the chlorophyll and plant material and dirt out of it, there's no carbon to make mycelium. So you get just the THC in the butter, but it actually makes it very, very blonde and it makes it so there's no taste. Besides whenever you eat a brownie, you're like, oh man, dude. I've made straight up um, tiramisu, infused tiramisu. The batter, the cake, the frosting. Dude, whenever you eat that, you're like, oh my God, this is delicious and creamy. And then as soon as you stop eating it, you go, whew, that's got a bite on the end of it because it's strong and it's going to fuck you up. But your edibles also dissolve differently. So if you do chocolate, your chocolate dissolves and then goes into your stomach and breaks down easy. If you do um, tinctures, they go through your saliva glands. So they actually get you high immediately. Lollipops, all that other stuff. Uh, brownies slowly break down in your belly. Choc uh, cookies, if you infuse the chocolate chips and the cookies, the chocolate chips break down immediately. The cookies break down slowly. Rice Krispies hit you pretty quick and they last long. So it all depends on the edible you're actually doing, the metabolism of your body, because my metabolism's quick. My wife's is not. She has a little teeny tiny piece and it fucks her up. I need like a lot to do anything and I can still function. I'm still on a smoke, but no, it, she takes a little tiny bit. Her metabolism's slow. So it just hits her hard. Mine's quick. So it actually just goes through my system. I'm still high, but not hitting it. Like not hitting it, hitting me like it hits her. But that's my, uh, when you're doing, obviously when you're doing uh, concentrates or hash, that's when you can actually milligram them out. I prefer using hash or uh, concentrates because that way you can be like, well, so butter doesn't dispense equally into the treats. So some of them are killer and some of them might be duds. Fucking hash you can dose individually. This is 35 milligrams. This is 50 milligrams. No, you can, you can make them whatever strength you want and you know how potent they are. But again, when you're doing butter, you don't know, because again, like it doesn't matter. It, it, actually the milligrams don't even matter. It all depends on the strain and how it hits you. Dude, again, a 36% THC strain might not even get you high, but a 12% that has a little CBD in it might fuck you up. Well, it depends on what your body gives you. So you need to know what strain it is, 
how it hits you, the dosage, but it's all trial and error, exper experimental. But that's just how I've done it. I haven't done anything, obviously, like vending weekly or anything like that. But my, but again, like I've gone to shops and they're like, oh, these were made for butter. And I go in there, I go, turn that cookie over. They turn it over, the cookie's blue. Ew. Dude, okay, turn that brownie over. It's blue. Like, is this made from butter or hash? They're like, oh, it's made from butter. I'm like, okay, so it's been sitting over a week easily. Okay, what's this made? Oh, this, these ones are made from hash. Dude, they're blue too. So this has obviously been sitting a while. Like, come on, man. Like, so all the, they, once you freeze them, they increase the shelf life. But in general, hash is like 14 to 21 days unrefrigerate, unrefrigerated. Butter is like seven days. You can have hash our butter itself and you can have plant material itself separated but once you actually add the plant material and the carbon it actually makes a spot for mold to grow so that's why you put it in there separate it with water freeze it break the water off put the butter back separate it again so you're trying to clean it like how you would with hash you know in general but that's just something that i learned over the years but again like dude so many people are crushing it in the fucking edible in industry what are you smoking on, Johnny? I'm I'm smoking on some of my haze. Is what I'm smoking on right now. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just packed a bowl of my mystery weed. Mystery weed. Yeah. Is that how? How'd you come across the mystery weed? Was that something that just sprouted up out of the pot? Uh, no. I wish it was that that cool of a story. It's just I got weed. one of those. Yeah. I got one of those going right now. I got uh, I got a couple some, of them. Oh, they just popped somebody out in chat was saying, oh, "Sorry." What was what that? Uh, somebody in chat was saying, uh, "I have butter in my my fridge and never seen mold uh, for months. As long as it's refrigerated, that gives it the shelf life. The um, freezing your edibles if, once they're made actually gives them the shelf life too. Once they're dehydrate, like once they're actually up to room temperature, that's when the shelf life starts." It's like if you put, if you froze a steak and then let it thaw out and then put it on your counter, how long can you just let it sit there until you can eat it? But no, uh, if you start look, actually, if you start looking under a scope, you'll start, you'll start seeing it. That's what I think it's like a 250 micron for the scope under. Yeah. But again, start looking at the middle, very, very middle of the cookie. Cause that's where it, uh, most moisture content actually sits if you're actually looking at it under scope. I thought the blue made it. Maybe, but that's also probably going to make you sit on the toilet for a while. Maybe. Sit on top or in front of the toilet, one or the other. You, upper decker, bro. You fucking yeah. shit in the top so when you flush, poop comes out. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that shit. And I hate that shit. I was trying to tell you that I watched that link that you sent me about the mushrooms, man. There are some fucking cool-ass mushrooms in there, man. Some translucent, some fucking blue mushrooms. Hell yeah. 
Fuck yeah, there was a lot of cool shit in there, man. I forgot that guy's name, but that was a pretty interesting story he told, too, about just fucking... He, I don't know, he spent whatever portion of his career photographing fungi or whatever, and uh, he worked with Paul Stamps on that um, running my... How cool is that? Whatever that movie was they made. Fantastic Fungi, maybe it was. That was the name. Well, that came on right after I watched that that thing. I watched about half of the Fantastic Fungi. I didn't even realize it just kind of ran in there like that. I got to say one other thing about that, that link there, man. That motherfucker was a trooper, man. You see him standing there and like the flies and not even like acting like he was a thing, man. He's just sitting there carrying on that, just like didn't even let it hit. I'm like, he, he's like flies all around him because he's in the fucking forest and shit. I couldn't have done it, man. I would have been swatting at them bitches, man. He, they're like laughing at landing on his face. And he didn't even like break conversation or nothing. He's just like, the mushrooms are beautiful. And fucking, he was swarmed. I'm, dull. I'm like, how is he doing this, man? How in the fuck is he maintaining his composure through this shit? Mind over matter. When they, start, when they start getting here and he starts talking, you're like, Lord of the Flies. Yeah, no. So, anyways, um, another one to look up is uh, what plants talk about. It's another very good documentary. Yes, yeah, I believe I've seen that one. But this guy was—he—he he photographs like crazy ass fucking mushrooms. They're pretty wild, nice. dude. That—that's awesome. I, I love mushrooms all that. that had never been studied before. So. Like biologists and stuff started taking note of his videos because it was showing he was doing time lapse showing the whole lifespan of the mushroom, you know, from its That's fruiting or you know where it starts or whatever. I don't know how he was doing it, but it was cool as fuck watching him time lapse of all these different wild mushrooms growing. And yeah, they were different species. <laughs> he found fucking glow in the dark ones and crazy. Yeah. Ones. I've seen that. Uh, the first time I've seen that's in a video game. And I, and I was looking at like, oh, that shit doesn't exist in real life. But no, there's glow-in-the-dark mushrooms. They were right in his backyard when he was telling the story. He's in Australia. <laughs> and he, whatever forest he's up against or whatever. But he, yeah, he's, he'd read something about it. And he's like, huh, I wonder if I got them in my backyard. And he fucking went back in by the wood line and found them and shit. That's very cool. Um, that's awesome. Um, that, that documentary, the what plants talk about does actually the same thing but they do it actually with um hormones with trees they actually go to the redwood forest um spray a tree with a hormone that they can visibly see with like a gun like with uv radar or i don't remember what kind of gun they use to actually visibly see what they're like oh we sprayed it we came back in two days and we can see it in our chart in our yeah, it's a radioactive and our like gun almost like uv or something i don't i don't i don't remember what it was but uh the test was to see if if a tree that had a sapling if the tree helped support the nutrients to help the sapling thrive and they actually they came back in three weeks and they saw that the nutrients they sprayed on the mother plant actually transferred through the mycelial layer in the forest and uptaked it in the um the seedling to help it process and go through stress and everything else but no, they definitely help their younglings through the my uh, the mycelial colony in the forest floor. 
Again, if I start rambling, let me know. I've been talking for like 17 fucking hours straight. So I've been just literally teaching. So if I start rambling, let me know. <laughs> Sorry. What kept you going? A coffee? A two-day class. One was a 10-hour class. One was a uh, eight, seven, eight-hour class. How did you prepare for that, though? Well, I've been teaching for like four years or so. I've taught, I normally go, I do consultations where I go to your garden and then I teach a full class and then I help you up your garden, teach you how to use it. Um, since all the COVID stuff happened, but I've actually, um, dude, I've taught classes of like 30 to 70 people multiple times. Um, oh, class dude. I just taught the last two days were... I had like 37 people in it, but that was the first class that I've done over Zoom. But I teach you how to make all your new, I pretty much teach you, an, I teach you how to make an entire nutrient line. But dude, we cover everything from low scale, big scale, irrigation, soil, beds, pots, irrigation, uh, how to plant, how to space, organic versus synthetics, greenhouses, indoor, outdoor. No, it's a giant, it's a giant organic, big scale, long scale, covering plus modern natural farming which i have made my, like i have tailored but i also cover Korean natural farming jadam farming organic gardening cloning no it's again 17 hours of information was the first class that's about but how I had, long I had, you imagine it take to I, cover all that you know i but can't it's, do, it's, do that in an hour plus well, that's not, that's not even the full class, but that was guys that came from, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start growing. Dude, I grow vegetables. Dude, I grow a four by four. Dude, I grow multiple rooms indoors. Dude, I grow 10 light depths that are five by 30. I grow 300 acres outdoors. I grow two acres recreational. I grow nothing but light. We had a giant spectrum of people. So we actually got to cover a bunch of different nice things. We went over soil testing testing for your plant, what to look out for, how to tailor your strains, how to tailor your feeds, what to feed, when to feed, how to, how the plant processes them, what to uptake, what they uptake, when they uptake it, when they cut off certain nutrients, what they need abundance. Dude, again, it was a 17 hour class, yeah. but it's a lot of talking. So if I'm, again, I'm, I'm already rambling. I'm just used to talking. So I'm just going to stop. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's really good. No, check my page. There's a lot of information. I'm actually going to have another class. That's what's up. Did Johnny bounce or did he just turn off his camera? Uh, I don't know. Can't tell. He turned off his camera. I still see his box. He's still in the room. I think I clicked hide participants on my end, and I can't see it when you turn your camera off. You're like gone. Oh, yeah, I turned off my it. camera. I had, I went and did a couple of things real quick. You had to watch chat. Yeah, I can't see chat. Yeah, I can't see chat. I have to, I don't know how, I think I have to step out or something or forget how to do that. You showed me how to do that one time, Eagle. I can't remember how to do it. Oh, you just uh, minimize your uh, the Zoom and bring up the YouTube. It'll still show you. The, the Zoom will continue. It'll still show you. You just won't see the Zoom. You'll see the chat. Oh, okay. You just won't see us. You'll see the chat. You just won't see us. 
everything will work the same. You just don't see us. Can't see what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I just got my soil test back this week, so pretty interesting shit. I see you hold them up there, but uh, could uh, tell us what was going on there. What was going on? No, it's the whole fucking like multi-page report I got with the from the soil doctor. So it's pretty kick-ass. Like he takes all the test results and lays it out in a graph based on his numbers. So like these are all below what's considered the the line is considered where he's looking for the numbers and then above are excess so sodium and magnesium i was way excess on and then all the now, is, is this a soil test after the plant was grown or previous to the plant being grown? or um, both no one well yeah one <clears throat> of them is after uh one round through it and the other test i had done was after two rounds through it so. okay Smiley, can you uh, DM me your test results? I'd love to look at them because I might look into Soil Doctor for my testing. Yeah, dude. He Well, he doesn't do the I like I, I like his knowledge. Uh, he, he seems very, very knowledgeable. I mean, I, I tailor my own stuff, but at the same time, like, I'd love to get just, like, well, like super basic breakdown and learn actually how to do it. So this is the, this is the recommendations. I can't see if I'm showing it right, but, like, this is... Uh, what he's like, oh, no like, alfalfa chips, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead I mean, and just he's, he's breaking down, he's breaking down like what, how many cups of what I'm gonna need to add, nice to get the numbers to where they need to be, and how to even water them in, like some of the micros, the uh, manganese, copper, zinc. That's yeah, like, actually, and watering in because it's such a small amount to go there, you know what I mean. Dude, yeah, I would love to get his opinion because, again, I make my own nutrient line and I know what's in it. But at the same time, it's almost it's almost balanced to what you actually have there. But uh, mm -hmm. I would love to pick his brain on uh, why he uses the um, well, again, I know why he uses super concentrates because they're cheap. But uh, if my if my numbers are close to his, you know, because I don't I've done a whole lot of soil testing but at the same time. Like, I feel like you kind of need to figure out what's wrong with the plant and then readjust for next round. But soil testing is killer. I mean, that's that just, dude, it's so easy, so balanced. But at the same time, there's so many people that have so many good knowledge. I mean, I want, I want, that's what I want to be is I want to be on that scale is I want to be like, no, no, no. I know. Well, I want to be able to have multiple sources that you can drive from instead of being like fish bone meal, bone meal. No, this is this like super sulfate, da, 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 da. I want to be like, no, if you want like an organic source or if you want to go marine or if you want bovine or if you want like I have this is this recipe. You don't like that. We can do this recipe. If you don't like that. We can do this recipe. If you don't like that. This is what you do. Yeah, he's but got it's all just different. But no, like I love him. He's, he's so, dude. He, that dude drops some fucking knowledge for sure. That's, dude, that's a dude that knows what's up for sure. Foliars. I was really impressed, man. That's all I got to say for. And, and he uses the Logan Labs. You go to his website, it's $50 oh, Logan to Logan Lab. and $40 to him. And he Work. and he does this. I mean, he it's not just the same. Like, this This is the report you get from Logan. You know what I'm saying? Just the raw data. 
on it so you get that portion of it too and that's your my pace test and all that it just shows the raw ppm numbers and then he applies them to his um, numbers I you both of that. So. when i get set up in my next space i actually want to take my soil sample and send <laughs> it to like six different companies and see what they all send me back just to see if they're different or what they recommend no reason to not do that the whole way through. I mean, even the flour, you know, like we're just talked about butter or concentrates or flour and everything, you know, and I, I don't know how people, how many people go out of their way to send it to multiple labs. They think testing is expensive. So they're probably not doing that. You know? Right. Well, well, the scale that I'm going to be on here in just a second, hopefully it should not be a, an issue, but at the same time, it's like getting your flour tested at uh, tested multiple times at the same lab. And then, a few different labs multiple times and see what they test for with this. Like if you can, you're like, no, I want this one bud tested this one, bud. this, this one. So it's the same, or you can even be like, no, I'm going to grind this one bud up into the same consistency and I'm going to give you samples each way. And then you can do all of your liquid chromography, everything else that you do. But I want to see each level because they should be the same, correct? Because it's all the same consistency. It's all the same flower. It's all, blended together, it should be 100% the same. So how are you testing it? So if the tests come back different, okay, so what tests do you like the best? What one actually yeah. gives you the most information? How can you tailor that? But that's when you start being like, okay, testing don't matter. This one lab is the one I want to use. So everything I test, I go to them. So if I'm going SFV, SFVOG, next run, you go SFVOG again, but you take them to them again, they test the same, they test new flowers, from the same strain dude if you test higher dude you've grown better good job that's what you need to do but it's all about testing for you it don't matter what anything actually like physically tests on the test but it all depends on as a grower if you're progressing if something's wrong and the thc comes back lower figure it out well i could see people getting so dialed into the um mm -hmm. the soil doctor's test that you have to where they're looking at that line and then they're going to blend their soil or do whatever they have to to get everything dialed in the same exact amount and then that did i did want to know it is this with cannabis in mind obviously is where he measures all that once you go show me pin too is like i think everybody on youtube is looking at my beautiful face uh -oh. uh, hey <laughs> One thing I really like to actually do with They're my muted, soil, Eagle. if you possibly can, you is were, if you can test you it right your before. Results. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I know. I know. It was down there, though. But yeah, no, I honestly, man, I was the amount of information you get for the forty bucks to them, it's unreal. And it, uh, if anything, I mean. Hey. You're getting you're getting a packet of stuff and information about remineralizing your soil, about how to apply, you know, certain things like watering them in and how to apply foliar. That that is so affordable. How many pages was that? And how much ink is in there? You're like basically just paying for the printer, the, the paper and the ink it's printed on. Not a, not even the time and the machines that it uses to test all that shit with. No, dude. That, actually, I just printed them. He sends you a piece. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, okay. I just printed them out because it's easier for my eyes to read and for me to show mm -hmm. or whatever. But the, I guess it would have been easier to flip it on a share screen. But the, 
But anyway, yeah, because like, you're a grandpa. I mean, if somebody is mixing their own soil, I think it's fucking well worth it. Dude. Yeah, it's. I mean, I would go crazy with that. I would. I would be like, uh, I'm like an uh, an amphetamine like buzz, and dial in that shit and get it 100 percent at the exact bar that he wants it. <laughs> and see what happens from there. But, yeah. That's the game you're gonna try to play with it, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's uh... because uh, I've I've never I, I want to now and just only now because I think it's a waste of my time and a waste of money to make new batches of super soil. But eventually, I am gonna want to reamend it and then do it. And if it doesn't, if it if I'm getting results I'm happy with, there would be no reason not to just keep doing it, you know. So. Cheers, I'll give you the fix in a minute. Cheers, guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, fam. Good to see you. Good to see you, Red Pill. Yeah. Johnny. Smile. What's up, Freddy? What's up, I do this. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. World's, world's last home. You're everywhere, Freddy. Yep, yep. Um... Yeah, I get around a little bit. Watch <laughs> <laughs> well, ready. Let's uh, let's smoke a bowl, man. You make it to California. Yeah, man. Right. Networking. Everybody's out hanging out with those alleys out there. Modern. No, no, I didn't make it. Sorry, man. Uh, Up here in Canada, man. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah, I was going. I've been, in, uh, I've been in chats before where there's like two people, there's like maybe six people watching and no one commenting. And then I'll see Reddy say something and I'll be like, hey, <laughs> that small of a world. No, man. Don't keep the little guys. He's everywhere, man. I've seen him on what was it, Manic, manic Mouth today? Was it yesterday or today? Oh, yeah, yesterday. the other day I was on uh, Manic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple times before nice. that. Uh, Getting around. 420 grow tent. I've been over there. Yeah, man. Also been making amends with some friends too, you know, some old troubles, you know. Every once in a while, you see your friends, you know, you still love them when they get in trouble with others. You just put your hand down and say, hey, come on, smoke over here. Hop up. Let's do yep. this. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm not right, right. an evil person. Right. I just... I get issues sometimes. It's too close, <laughs> Red Pill. We can't see it. I know. It looked, but there you me, go. It, right in it there, it's like kind it. of focused. We can't yeah. really zoom in on it or this anything. This is the front but, facing you know, camera. Uh, there you Uh-oh. go. Got it. Give her another go. Nice, man. Looks good. That's the best the front facing camera is probably going to do. Yeah. I need to keep moving. The, the, the best thing about it is the smell, though. It's, <clears throat> it's reference wise to me, it smells like LA Confidential. What LA Confidential to me smells like is a minty pine, like a pine that. Mm-hmm stretches a little bit further. Sometimes pine, it's a little bit, you know, not as, not as like flying around as a smell, you know, not as aromatic, but minty really is. You can smell mint from like six feet away. 
but this has that effect to where it smells piney, but it smells more amplified by mintiness. Really good. Mint's good for stress on its own, much less, you know, the pine aspect of it. Sounds fucking really good. Really good. Almost maybe even like a little bit of cedar to it too, not just pine. Like it just smells woody and minty. But I, I, I like weed that smells like that, you know, very foresty type smell. And uh, concentrates, if that flavor comes by, uh, come, comes through, it reminds me almost of like uh, camping or like a mossy tree stump. Like Being around the forest, I live around yeah. it, so I know that smell. Very Man. common around here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm used to the. I'm, I was born and raised in the, the forest. Also, like whenever you start growing wheat, dude, that's that good old like. Oh, dude, we got sagebrush everywhere, dude. We have no pests, but unfortunately, everything tastes like sage. If you grow near like pine trees, dude, the pining and the concentration, the and the like actual like compost, you're like, dude. If you want to enhance the pine flavor, that's where you want it, but you don't want to run like tangy because you're gonna get pine on it unless that's what you want. But again, like I feel like the pine needles actually have a very big effect on the flavor if you're using that compost or extracts. Well, let's begin. Tangy. I got some sour tangy. Go ahead. The first there you I go. Ever had, uh, Bring that um, baby up. Ready? The first time I ever had uh, Bubba Kush and I had the terpene profile like locked in my head, it was kind of similar to this in some kind of, there's other tones in the background, but what jumped out to me was more of a woody smell. And I almost kind of thought like uh, Kush has to be growing somewhere where there's other trees and these plants taste like the sap of the trees, right? And maybe that was uh, one or two, maybe even three years before I watched uh, Strain Hunters where they're in India. And uh, mm -hmm. Franco is describing the smell of the char. They're up in the mountains making chars to hand rub stuff. He's saying that it even smells like the pine and the resin that the trees have that are surrounding the I area. I saw that episode. I saw that they were making oh. char. Yeah, I saw that rubbing the plant. Get that. Yep. Yeah. More that was a cool episode. <laughs> um, God damn it. I had a point I was going to say, but never mind. Totally lost it. That's all right. 17 hours. We give you credit. Dude, I felt dumb after hey, fucking smiling. that one. Holy shit, dude. Ooh. Smiley, those results, man. So then you could really dial in your grow with that, hey? What you thinking? You know what to pull back on now? What to, what's excessive? Because you can get nutrient lockout if some of that's too much, right? No doubt, yeah. Getting it out of balance. Okay. So, like, I don't know. I've been on here saying before, like, any, I never like spraying Epsom salt. I never like using it, and I never like spraying it. And my plants always have a negative result from it. Well, the test yeah. explained why. Because it's, I was already in excess on magnesium. And yeah. I looked, so it was already out of balance. So anytime I added more to it, it just made it more out of balance. So. Do you have equal yes, amounts no. of magnesium and sulfur? No. It's, um, sodium was really high and, and uh, magnesium was high. Smiley, in the next few in the next few days, if you can DM me, I'd love to pick your brain about what's in your soil, and then I'd go over your. I'd love to go over your soil tests. Yeah, I've heard people explain that that one of the my nose. Uh, most common excessive um, element you find in soil is sodium, and I was trying to think of where does all that come from. 
know, um, there, actually, it's really funny as um, if you look at my page really quick, when you start doing elemental breakdowns, uh, mineral content, B vitamins, enzymes, uh, mineral, uh, very, very low content of certain elements, you'd be surprised how many things have natural sodium in them. Sodium locks yep. up in your soil, but at the same time, it's gypsum right is something that actually well, gypsum is what actually sucks it out of your soil. So I bet you anything, let me guess, your soil test says it has gypsum. It's going to try to suck the sodium out of your soil. Well, they recommend uh, it gypsum. Yeah. There's, there's a way, yeah, that yeah. soil itself. That, 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 that tries to help process comes down, down your sodium and suck it out. So it's not, no longer, <laughs> no longer stayed. It actually cat. sucks it out of it. But it's just like um, vitamin uh, C. Vitamin C helps process iron. So if you have a high volume of iron, vitamin C helps that. If you have a, a high volume volume of iron, you're also going to have to double up your nitrogen because it actually makes well, nitrogen. Yeah. nitrogen. Yeah, man, we blend this yeah. stuff together. No, well, so, salt again, like, in soil has wiped out whole civilizations, bro, the because they didn't know the guy, it was building in their soil, and it was the just building, that, building, building, and then boom. The guy that made out. synthetic nutrients that made no made the salt based nutrients in the 70s went back to organics and it took him 10 years to get his soil back where it was when he first started because he depleted it and burned it so bad it came to a point where he'd plant and fry plant fry plant fry that's what caused the dust bowl yep right on ready i know bro i get right in there with you fuck it I'm just having you in here, ready to speak. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy, man, I had to come in at least once Thanks. in a while. Got dust I'm, off the old Zoom. I'm <laughs> heading out. I'm I'm out of energy. Oh, I got to. Yeah, too, I got to. Yeah. yeah, don't over. Right on, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to. Oh, glad, you. glad you're home. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Peace out. All right, Johnny. Peace, Johnny. <laughs> well. But yeah, that's the idea, right? Just try to get control over it or know, you know what I'm saying? Even even now too, like, you know, I have some of his recommendations and I don't have bone meal. I didn't, you know what I mean? So I'm, I can kind of kick it back and forth with him. I haven't taken the time to do that yet, but I'll like add fish bone meal or whatever. And then I'll kind of see where I'm at, you know, with another test or I can address stuff fully really too. So it's... That's I'm I'm exactly the same way. When they kick me back back to test, they're like, uh, blood meal, bone meal, you know, a bunch of random stuff. But at the same time, with blood meal and bone meal, I'm like, I'm gonna use fish. Can I? I'm gonna supplement fish bone meal. How much fish bone meal do I use? If I need to supplement something super high in nitrogen, can I supplement alfalfa fish, uh, feather meal, or you know, I I try to find a source that equally equally to it. That's another reason why I really like the style that I do because if you're lacking elements in your soil like minerals you're like man i'm gonna have to like put this mineral in my dirt and it's gonna take for days well most plants you might find a plant that actually has those levels so you can buffer them while that's actually trying to process your soil well i just think that there's a lot to be said about um you know oftentimes the problem isn't in what we what we don't know but the problem lies in what we think we know and it just isn't so so definitely in that case it was for me anyway so i mean honestly though the test lined up with a lot of the things i was seeing in plant response from foliar so like like the micronutrients the plant would respond really well with like fulvic acids and seaweeds and 
You know what I mean? It was low on nitrogen. That's why it loved to eat up aminos if I sprayed those. It loved to eat up potassium if I sprayed those. It's low on all that stuff. So any of those I was getting a good response from except the magnesium, and that totally nailed it of why. You know what I mean? So, so it's not Dude, that's awesome. That, yeah, oh, it's man. not to say cool. that that's the right suggestion for everybody. You know what I'm saying? There, like, there's probably a great time to need it. You know what I mean? That's what that's the importance of the test. Because how else do you know? Like I, I really was kind of like I don't know. You know, like actually, it's like building up somewhere. from somewhere. It's building yeah. up from somewhere, bro. <laughs> well, right. I did. I did. I did pretty well the same thing. You're mixed. You're, you know, I had one test done before, and along the way, you're reamending. You know, what I'm saying, and I was doing it in stages. So, like, I would do small amounts every three week kind of thing, and and uh, so that cycles. I mean, I've I've hit amendments to that thing that pots about five, six different times. Easy, you know what I mean. So now it's kind of like, well. Fuck, I, you know where you at you're just stabbing in the dark trying to figure out where you're gonna go with adding to it after that you know that's another reason why the other night that i said the uh basic soil test kit was not a bad idea because if you keep reamending your soil like you said you uh start kind of getting an idea of what your plant needs but when you start running into a pro problem you're like what the hell's kind of going on full diagnosis is awesome if you do not have the money, you can actually get the, there's a like $12 soil test kit that has 40 tests, but it'll actually tell you NPK and pH. If you're already buffering your minerals and your, but again, like a full soil test kit is super cheap. So, I mean, like just, you, you can do either one. Feel like you want to do it yourself or go ahead and get it analyzed and figure out what's really wrong with it. Sour candy in the bowl. It's 90 bucks and honestly in a, in the course of a yield, 90 bucks might be another half fucking ounce. So do you think, but at the knowing, no, just listen, hear me out. Do you think knowing where your soil is at and how balanced your minerals you still are, given. Your half fucking ounce, goddamn right it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's, to me, it's, it's costing you money not to do it is the way I'm, I'm getting at. You know what I mean? It's definitely, like, and I don't care. 100%. The size, you know, I mean, if you're at all interested in it, it's like it's kind of a no-brainer. So we, we know how like plants. I mean, definitely need this advanced now, where people have gotten faster at being able to put different cycles of uh, on agriculture scale. You know, different types of um, plants periodically in the same field, so that way they recycle the soil faster, so they can grow if it's the sugar cane or hemp or corn. You know, right back in that same field again same exact spot so in a, with t that testing and you know when you have like minute levels of things that really shouldn't be in the soil and all your inputs are slowly adding those things even though not in a bad enough way where you're going to notice it the very first time you amend it and then grow plants in it but after being recycled like in a, not in oh. a living soil raised bed but in pots you know amended soil or super soil type uh, technique how many cycles of that would you have to go through to where the plants are uptaking all the things that they want to and then that, that they need to, but then you reach a threshold to where, because the whatever thing wasn't necessarily supposed to be there and it never got taken up by anything, it was just accumulating over and over again. What do you do with the super soil then? Well, you got to balance it. So, like, in that case, yeah, I mean, it's whatever the test would kind of show. But super soil is kind of, 
Four cycles is to dial if you have testing, six cycles if you're not testing and you have a buildup of something. Yeah, where's my cup? Because it's, it's, you know, like what they say, and you have to let a, a field move. And the shallow process. I've been three runs for sure, just trying to do do it myself. But that's well, just, so, and, you know what I mean? And trying to figure out as best I could. And I spent a lot of time digging through what individual amendments do and, and different things like that. So, but the math I never got to. That's where Soil Doctor's kind of got. Like, he does that. Actually, World's Last Hope, if you're curious. His whole soul. Yeah, I will, I will probably take it, definitely. Yeah, Seems like a bunch of good like information, for sure. And, and he's, his study and what he knows about how organic nutrients will break down and become available. And, like, he's, he's he looks at so many tests, you know what I mean? He, and that, those are tests before, and then what they added look at tests after and tissue tests and he's got his head in the game you know what i mean it's just no i'm i'm definitely definitely interested because that's probably something that again like just dude if somebody can raise the game and bring new knowledge dude it benefits everybody love it definitely no i'm definitely probably going to check into his class i love his mentality his knowledge and how he approaches things so i will probably definitely take his class but because it's going to actually enhance my grow and make my classes better also. So, I mean, like, it's just going to, it's going to transmit and it spread to everybody. So it's going to be, be a very good thing. There you go. Yeah, oh, that's good ball, man. So, I'm excited wow. to see it come around because the plants actually look really healthy. I was surprised to see it that deficient on some things, especially the NPKs. That's the one that really blew my mind. The nitrogen, the potassium, my phosphorus was down quite a bit, and so is calcium. Those and those are all the big ones everybody always talks about. You know what I mean? So it wasn't a surprise, yeah. but it was kind of like I was surprised how much the calcium really moved down on the on the chart. You know, because that was like thirty five hundred parts per million from the test before to the one after. So that's quite a bit. <laughs> I think you only start out with like 8,000 or 8,500, something like that. So, interesting. Actually, that's that's another reason why, like, if you're trying to do your own amendments and do your own uh, re-amending, that mm-hmm. if, again, like, that test is killer. I'd love a full, full breakdown. If you're a small scale, some guys, dude, some guys can't afford anything. Like, they're like, no, dude, like, Every single penny I put into my garden is, dude, cutting from my expenses for my food. You know, like, if you're trying to re-amend to a living soil, one thing that actually worked for me personally is I had a room that, like, literally, like, I was like, dude, this thing is wrong for something. Something is, like, weird off something. Like, set them in there. They went for, like, 14 weeks, looked like week, like, four. I was like, what the fuck is going on i'm like dude these things are just sitting here and they're progressing slowly but they're not going they're like what the hell is going on just just me taking that 12 dollar soil test kit again i i promote the very very in-depth one 100 for me this is how i corrected this one room um i was like i I was like dude i I've, i've been i've been using the soil for a long time what the hell is going on so i did a basic npk ph test found out my um 
pH was low and I was lacking phosphorus potassium, but it looked like nitrogen because the pH was off. So I was like, oh, okay. So I balanced those out, balanced the pH, balanced phosphorus potassium. Dude, they've been fucking crushing it. But that was just, that was 12 bucks for 40 tests. So if I have, if I run a full room and one pot is wrong, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I will, you know, I'm like, oh, what's going on with this? So uh, I will pH, that's just on site, 10 minutes, here you go. But I definitely love the full breakdowns, definitely more. But that one is 12 bucks for 40 tests. So somebody that doesn't have space running a four by four, one plant, tiny garden, or mm-hmm. somebody that is already super dialed that has been rerunning their soil over and over and being like, all right, so everything's been fucking money. Something's off. What the fuck is going on? That will give you just a basic idea. But the full soil test kit ex- is exactly what you want. But that's again, 12 bucks for 40 tests, but 90 that what, you said it's 90 bucks for the full, um, that full on soil evaluation from your soil. Yeah, it's 50 bucks nice. for the testing and 40 for the advice. So. Does he um, rec- does he actually make amendment kits? Does he actually be like, here's your soil, here's what you need, I'm going to send you something that'll balance it, use this much per pound? Yes. He did say something that about yes. the steam. Nice. Hey, hey, hey Will. That, that's, that's awesome. Spare one with me, bro. Load up. That's awesome. Man. Spare one, B. Smiley. Red yeah. pill. All right, spirits. <laughs> I like rock and someone's, roll. Someone's ready to hit hot fire. <laughs> ben. Hey, oh, my hey. ball got named. By the way, who are the, who's the five best rappers of all time? Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Because <laughs> <laughs> hot fire. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> I spit hot fire. If you're if you're, if you're thirty, if you're thirty, you you understand that joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But you smoke a red pills. Uh, those nugs I was showing earlier. I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's mystery butt, but it's fun. Hey, hey. Gotcha. Right. hey, you don't know what it's called. Why don't you fucking name it real quick? Um, you call that shit Dylon. You know why? Because it spits hot fire. Because of this, mo- this moment right now here, and we'll always know. <laughs> that it's the blaze. I could see that. Hey, it did spit Here's me out a couple bags, seed. Uh, so far, I've collected five. Sweet. Sweet. Gave a bonus. It's it's good That's weed. Cool. That, uh, you know, every now and again, you get a little good uh, good seed out of it. It's not totally seeded. It's not seedless. It's right there in the middle. So. Oh, man, chat is this. totally loving me tonight. Holy mackerel. I didn't do it. I'm lighting up this Skywalker OG. It's going to make <laughs> confused and i'll sit up here going uh. and it's been so long since i've got to smoke a nice hash joint it's like yeah. having yeah. an old friend head back man it's already dry hunks, bro. that's what i do <laughs> i had the littler hunks that you know i broke off some of the littler hunk there were some specs it'll yeah. burn if i'll smoke it somewhat well i don't i don't i'm not interested 
Dude, I'm not particular. I want to smoke my hash. I have some dry. I had some dry now. You see that fucking... I shouldn't even be talking, man. The machine's still pulling. Did you see that 90 I just pulled out of there? That fucking hunk was as big as my goddamn fist. Oh, yeah. That's still, but judging by that, there's probably about at least two more pulls out of that machine that are usable. And that's all for you. Go until she don't put out no more, right? You don't go to the patients with any of that? That's all for you. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's like I'm doing all the work. That's the uh, sure, yeah. Ones, maybe. <laughs> my shoulders are just so sore for some reason. Fuck. If they catch, if they catch, you happen to catch me with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No. It gets on. It gets on. You can't show it all. That's why Eagle's only showing half. They pulled just so everybody in chat knows. It's pretty good today. Uh, fuck, I still need spray. Yeah, let's go ahead and put that up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's C. Nice. I like it. Starting weight of the material was, I don't know. I don't give a shit. It was probably over my number. <laughs> <laughs> he came hey, all, all that material came from the wreck side. <laughs> that's so, that's so fun, Ain't it though? I got the township coming to my place to fix the water meter or some shit. Which happens to be right in the corner of my flower room. So I, I was like, oh, I can still go for this bit. What do you do? I don't know, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, what do you do? You gotta let them in. Yeah, they legal. threw me an $800 bill or some shit. They fucking, like a water bill or something. And I called on them and they're like, well, you know, we just, they're estimating. So they just give me a fucking heart attack just to. Fixed, damn. Low down duty tricks, see? Yeah, it worked. It worked, man. I don't know. I can't. I can't blame him. I guess whatever the tactic works. So. We hit the gas, mate. Um, it's on the Cost as much. Man, I fucking. You, I was thinking about water today. Thank you. Thinking my. Thinking my goodness that. Uh, thank. That uh, I live on a with property with a well because man, just washing. Just I know I use quite a bit of water, water, and then uh, the rest of the shit I do around the house. But man, just washing hash today, I bet you I've went through fucking five hundred gallons easy, easy today. You know what I mean? Just washing hash. That shit adds up, man. Easy 500 gallons today. Of water. <coughs> I 
bet it does. That's a quick. That's what I was thinking too. It, I don't know how they measure that, but it says like 110. It said on the bill, and it was like funny. <clears> And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, that's 110 gallons. That's going to be probably about what it fucking is. I don't know. I don't know if that's how they You know what, what? How I always get is how they measure the... Because the water bill and the sewer bill is always in one. And for some reason, they have a, a formula with the amount of water going in to the amount of septic going out. And I'm like, how, do they, how does that break down? They figure how much... You know what I mean? How much water can flush down a fucking thing of shit or some shit? How's that work? You know what I mean? How they figure out it is, it's a what's going on? a formula based off, yeah, whatever the water usage was, there's a formula for the sewer. I don't know. Yeah. With it. Yeah. I'm not trying to argue over some fucking gallons of water with them. That's for sure. I'm just going to pay. They can fuck with you, man. They'll take your fucking house if you owe on the water and shit. They can fuck with you over that stuff. You don't want to mess with them. Just fucking, I'm going to get it done. I've been putting her off for a while, but I didn't know it was like not getting read. Like every month they were just charging manually read it. Like, all right, fuck. You know what I mean? And then she was like, well, no, we send somebody out to say that it doesn't work. And they can't, and they make guessing like and then i was like oh so yeah that stuff that would be interesting though not fun having township officials in your fucking room right Dreamer 77 says well the water don't matter to me i don't have the water bill and it doesn't I don't mind the work. Dry sift, I don't taste a little bitter, but I don't think it has the buzz or the shelf life, to be honest with you. That's why I don't dry sift. To me, fucking, there's way more work in dry sift than there is in bubble. Way more work in dry sift. I feel like dry sift is looks beautiful, smokes great, but definitely you need to smoke it quick, but it's beautiful to press. Yeah. If, uh, I, if I prefer one process over the other, uh, there is a lot involved with both ones, but I'm less tired after doing dry sift than I am bubble ash. So. Fuck, I'm coming up on 24 hours of washing hands. Definitely. 24 oh, hours. Damn. How I call you machine. <laughs> with the 20 gallon machine. Eagle. With the 20 DM me, I can show you how to wash. Uh, Eagle, I've DM washed. me, I can show you how to wash 50 gallons at a time with a five gallon bag. I was I was pulling out 80 gram pucks. Must be doing it wrong. I, I know how but it was to do also it. from like a fucking full on 50, 55 gallon drum. How do you do it, Eagle Brother? You got that wash machine, you say? Okay. Well, here I can fucking in three. Yeah, hand. yeah. I'm in the background doing my. I got to catch up to you guys. Shut the background off and I'll give you a little peek. I've actually done the videos. You guys watch me do this, but. Oh, where's the thing? Here it is. So, right there, you go in the five gallon bucket, 
I actually am pretty proud of that modification that you can't see very well with the PCP pipe, uh, the hard pipe all the way out and down, not with the flex pipe. And then with the drop down, that gives you, you know, extra less splash on your way to your bucket there. And of mm -hmm. course, you know, the insulation. And then I, I can wash that three, that three times, which is 60 gallons. And then you're right, I stack my buckets, which are not all stacked, but they are right here. All stacked up with my, uh, my all mesh screens there. So that gives me plenty of room to, well, just the bucket stacked allow for close to 10 gallons, but if you can see it dripping into it's sitting on an oven rack, sitting over that 20 gallon catch. So right there, you know, it's good to catch, you know, close to 40 gallons before I have to take that bucket or that pitcher right there and then start dropping it into that drain, which is right down there. That's um, the exact same, same setup that I was gonna do. Or feed it That's perfect, point. brother. Yeah, I've been doing it for like almost 10 years. I used Word. to, I, sometimes yeah, that, 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 that stainless that steel can thing. right there, I've actually had set up that thing at one time with the shower drain in the bottom of that with a ball valve with a four inch outlet into a can, another can as well. Nice. I've had a few setups, so I've nice. been making hash for quite some time. That, that puck that you just see me pull out. Oh, definitely. Fuck. Oh yeah! Fucking fist. Nice. Hell yeah! Yeah, when uh, set up we did when we did videos. Uh, nice. We had a, a buddy that had he had a like a fifty-five gallon barrel of straight trim, trim buds, just you know, like stuff from that season. Was like, dude, I'm trying to do something with it. So we set up a fifty fifty-five gallon. Uh, totes you put a you put your bags on a five gallon bucket but you actually take a uh, milk crate clean a milk crate very 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 well put that in the 55 gallon bucket but you're mixing in the 55 gallon tubs mixing in another 55 gallon tubs and then again you're just you're just pouring it through refiltering it cleaning it doing as you see fit you know but no it same 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 exact setup hell yeah great mind things th great minds think alike I haven't seen a whole lot of people actually also do that, use, so fuck yeah, bud. No, there, well, for your setup, I can suggest a tip for you is you can uh, you can buy a cheap uh, motorcycle jack from Harbor Freight for about a buck fifty, and you can put a 30-gallon uh, trash can on top of it with the similar setup like I'm talking about with the ball valve on top. So you can actually drop it down and sit there and stir and stir and stir, and then you can pump it up and slide your five gallon bucket under there and, okay you know, oh you dump it out okay so empty the, the difference out is, there. is you're, you're you're using two containers that's awesome so i was actually having a spare clean 55 gallon and then i was mixing in another one and taking five gallons and pouring it through at a time and then remixing it yeah. moving it aside so no, same exact technique, but fuck yeah, bro! It's it's again great mindset. That's what I that's what I do with the twenty. <laughs> the bags do the there. work. I, I <laughs> empty into the five, 
washing the 20, dumping the five, and then I empty into the tower there. And a couple of tips Actually, on that as well is to drill some holes in them buckets, as you can see there. Full mesh bags. And yep. then, of course, you know, uh, your garden holes. Garden holes, which speeds things up quite a bit as well. You get a bit of extra pressure there. Higher wash. But you can't do the garden hose trick without at least running the RV yep. filter. Yep. To keep oh, fuck me. There goes a bunch of hash. Oh, that oh. oh yeah, man. There goes some oh, spoils of war right. there. You know what that but... means, dude? You got to take everything off the floor, spoils roll a two-gram joint of hash, and smoke it to your face. That's that's, that's all it's left, man. Like, party, party foul. What are you doing? No, exact same thing, but actually I'm... Uh, you, you load that in a bomb. Oh, Dude, one thing that I, one thing instead of uh, drilling the holes in the bottom of the bucket, I actually cut the entire bucket off at the bottom. So oh, the bag man, hopefully you're able to save a it. little bit. Well, that's that's the bottom bucket there, brother. All these are, uh, as you can oh, see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Yeah, ex exactly. Fuck yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Hell yeah. I try to save as much as I can. That good old vacuum tech, that vacuum cleaner tech. You got to get that vacuum cleaner with the pantyhose and fucking suck that shit up. Oh, there's no need for that. I can empty them, any of them bags, <laughs> seconds. I got them. You're thing. like, just run it through. Like, just run it through one more time. I've been running hash for two days. <laughs> there's plenty. It's most fine. Of that step out. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> I've been running All right, let's get this spray and done. Ugh. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. It's a mess back there, man. Does it look like I've been making hash back there for a couple of days? No. <laughs> so there's another good little tip for you there is uh, – you got to have your catch bucket. You don't cut the bottom off the catch bucket. You cut the top off under the rings, and that allows you to pull the bag inside out and bring that bottom right up to the top so you can scoop right out of there. You can spray it down as it pull up. You, as you pull that bag up, you can spray the material down and pull, spray, pull, spray pull until you get it into a nice puck and then you can just kind of flip that puck right out of there. One thing you might try <laughs> is, is instead of pushing it off the bag and down the like bucket, like like raising it but pulling, that it's actually, that's actually pulling your bag glands apart a little bit so more hash is falling through than needs to. If you actually just take the bag curl it if you hold it in your hands and put one finger in the middle, like one finger out, it makes like a circle with a little V. The, you actually can give it a little bounce and spray it, and the puck will rotate over, so you can actually get all the glands. What are you talking about here? Um, so this 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 uh, this pony the other day. No, <laughs> terrible, terrible. No, oh. no, uh, hash. Oh, all right, my bad. <laughs> yeah, usually it doesn't matter there because I just that what what I rinse through there, 
and what would fall through there from the stretch, I dump right back into the tower into the next, you know, whatever little bits going right next into the kitty and getting caught into the next screen anyway. So Word. I'm not losing. I uh, I need I need to invest in some new bags. I actually I, I did that for a little while, but my 220 is now like a 260. My one 160 is like a 200, but it's from. I had a few people that were doing that really hard. It just, it just, just kind of stretched. Well, again, they're old. So I, I just need to, I need to reinvest. I need to get some actual fucking bubble magic ones. Fuck, man. Yeah, I, I love, I love the is, full screens. The, I love the full screens. I'm by, I'm, I'm fucking throwing these things out. I'm telling you right now, anymore, this is what fucking happens. Let me show you something. This is, this is Ash 101 right here. Ash 101. <laughs> This is this is what happens when you fucking start saving bags. There's probably about thirty fucking kits in here, oddball bags. Uh, Fucking, I got about fifty seventy threes. I've got fucking forty fives. I got different oddballs with ends and this and that. Tons of fucking bags here that I spend time cleaning, and that I spend time cleaning, putting up, drying. For twenty five fucking dollars, the price of one gram of fucking hash, yeah. I can throw these bitches out and fucking order me a new bag, new set next time I want to wash them. <laughs> and then I'm not worried about these things getting dirty or musky. I know I could clean them, obviously, but for twenty five bucks, it ain't worth the hassle anymore. Fucking store dude, you you straight up take one run and do all your bags in the in in your bucket. You're like. 170, 170, 170. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to separate. I every usually put them in the washer. <laughs> I usually do that, brother. I usually put them all in one. I put them in that machine, and that's where I start the washing process. Mm-hmm. And I fucking oh, yeah, pull them out. I'll wash the cycle in there. I'll pull that bottom one off. I'll rinse it, run another cycle through there, pull that bottom one off until the machine's clean. Pull it all apart, that bottom piece out, wipe it full of alcohol. Nice. Hell yeah, man. I actually pull that top off. That top piece comes off so I can actually fucking clean under that thing, too. I've nice. seen too many dirty machines. Oh, I, have, I haven't, I haven't, I have not invested in a few machines hey, yet. I'm like, I'm still in that hamster game. <laughs> hey, Vince. We got the 20. What's up, Raz? How's it going, gentlemen, ladies out there? Oh, in the oh, it's dab time. Dad time. I'm sorry, right? Yeah, man. You know how I do. Oh, dad time. Ah, you motherfucker. See, I'm over here trying. I'm over here trying to treat plants, and y'all of them are like, "Well, let's just smoke coal." I'm like, "Well, if you're gonna hold it to my."
side to me. I'm just wondering. I was thinking of the movie Days and Confused for the song, and they always had the. It's funny. The premise in that town was that the seniors would whoop the ass of the fucking. They all had them paddles and shit, <laughs> whooping the ass of the eighth graders or the incoming freshmen would fucking get lined up to get their ass whooped, licked, whatever. You know what I mean? They were getting. That was the premise, but I was like. That never fucking happened in my town. Like I don't know. Like where it was the what town yeah, was that was physical graffiti. What I was playing. Oh, yeah. from that movie was that same version. smiley. It's more I like they around where the parties <laughs> were. What it looks like what would come up on my page. Even. <laughs> Most of my hookups came from the seniors. <laughs> See, see. Oh, was that ever a thing? Like, is that legit? Like, frosting wasn't allowed here. You weren't allowed to do that if you got caught. You could get in trouble. What was that? Frosting is what they call it in Canada. Frosting? Hazing? Frost. Yeah, let's like American hazing. But I mean, like, the whole idea of a spanking like that. Like, fucking, they're making the paddles. That was like the whole town. All the other fucking teachers knew about it. Too. They were just like, yep, boys, good luck out there and shit. Like, different yeah. places, probably like, different things. What town was that, man? Like, where is this? Did you, you know let me make the paddle in woodworking? Before I get off the subject on sound, I want to mention one more thing. I think it's my, I think it's you. Whenever you're talking, sometimes you're like tapping your, your wood table. There's like uh, this thump, 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 that's thump. That's the world's thump. last hope. <laughs> He's got to kick uh, He's got, world's last hope's making all the noise. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought there was like a table there or something you were thumping yeah. on. Somebody was. Happened I'm muted. Yeah. No, it's not happening right now. It was happening earlier. There you go. I've noticed <laughs> it a bunch of times, though. Anyway. Yeah, hard, hard to talk when you're about. You're out there now. trying to listen and you're in chat and you're trying to type. It's like, but it's I not. Guess I'm, just, I'm just getting old. It's like the extra bass, the extra bass, bass into the. I wasn't listening to a song. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear it now? No, I think it's somebody when they're talking and they're excited. They're they're doing something on the table or whatever they're on. It's vibrating into their mic. Huh. I get excited sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, it's me. I'll try to stay. It might hit the bottom of the table, Res, when I get excited. Well, I'm, not hearing it I'm, I'm not hearing it when we're on when I'm sitting on this side of it. So it's still being heard out in chat. Somebody can say something. Maybe it it's me? all in my head. Is it me? Testing, testing, testing. <coughs> no, I, I swear. I wish we could fucking play music in the background like that. Like we were hanging out at somebody's house, like say fucking Led Zeppelin playing in the background. We're all just. Everybody's got their head bobbing. Just fucking, you know what I mean? Still talking plants, but we're all just fucking rocking out. Is this uh, one of those situations where you're so high you're hearing your heartbeat? (laughs) Yeah, I have. We should switch it to speaker view then, Eagle, and we could pass it pass it around like uh, they did on that 70s show when they did the fucking panning scenes. Yeah, showed. that's my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, they'd all say well, something and then it fucking like they were passing the <laughs> joint around that circle. way. And, and the walls moving in the background? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one, that's funny. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you do like the round table. Like the table, you know. It's all, all around. So, the first oh, time. All the time. When we was call the it a circle, time? I think. Yeah. That's the first time I it happened. would be. That's the first time it happens in the show when they get called up stairs. And I think it's about his car. He's getting the car. And they're standing and, and, and the walls moving behind Red and Kitty. And he's like, <laughs> their, their, heads, their heads even came detached and switched bodies. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that and the time they had to explain the first time. You do it too? <laughs> that's what, I've watched that whole show, man. That's, that's well, I'm I'm from Wisconsin, so that's pretty much my entire upbringing for cannabis. I, I got into it late, way yeah. late. I mean, I didn't start watching it until 2003, four, five, something like that, four or five. Because I got it on hard disk. I got hurt on the job. I hurt on the job, and I was stuck in front of the TV, and there was like reruns four times a day. <laughs> For me, right around that time, it was, uh, I did, I, I loved the fucking, uh, that 70s show, but fucking Chappelle show was on right about that yeah. time, man. I was oh, fucking yeah. loving some Chappelle show. That was on when I was at the bar. We just referenced Chappelle show earlier with the dialogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. That fucking show was classic. Now who spits hot fire? <laughs> dialogue. Yep. The real world skit. And fucking, uh, my favorite was the Clayton Bisbee was good. So many many good ones. I had had popped up, one of those skits popped in my head earlier, and it's maybe a lesser known one, but they're making fun of Star Wars. And in the time where he made, you know, we're talking 2003, four, I guess some story was, you know, one of those uh, Catholic priests, you know, type boys stories came out so they made a skit where it was star wars and it was darth vader like saying that yoda molested him i know which one you're talking about Uh, yeah yeah you just see this outline in the background (laughs) you don't see him because he's like blotted out or whatever but you see this outline in the background it's a helmet (laughs) Oh man! So many good fucking moments on there. The fucking the the uh, what do you the craps game? And there's one where uh, the fucking Donnell Rollins. Yeah, Donnell Rollins. There's one that he does. It's not the it's not the one where they're gambling, but he's like smoking a joint and uh, outside, and he starts singing about cooking a burger. The meanest burger in the world can be the meanest burger in the world if you cook it that way. He looks at his joint and he's like, I smoke way too much weed. (laughs) 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 That whole show is fucking them Charlie Murphy skits, man. Them Charlie Murphy skits. What's sad about that is Charlie Murphy passed away. He did one of them about Prince. He's passed away, and he did another one about Rick James, and he's passed away. That's oh, the Rick James stories. Oh, that's where I get you guys see when I see Ned Denver and Mike Denver. I say it's two Denver minimum. 
That's what Charlie Stewart. That whole, that, that whole, it's, I'm Rick James, bitch. I used to fucking do that all the fucking time, man. In restaurants. Like you know, casual you, conversations, you piss me off. I'm Rick James, bitch. Hey, you yeah, what yeah. are you talking to? Clayton Bigsby. And my buddy growing up in high school, one of his uh, text alerts, you'd just be walking down the street and you hear his text alert go off. And it was uh, Clayton Bigsby going, I want some crack. <laughs> when he goes to the school, Let it's Tyrone Biggins. Funny. <coughs> That's Tyrone Biggins. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, my bad. I got him c- confused. Yeah, but see, to really appreciate those or be or be disgusted by them one way or the other, because to me that whole Dave Chappelle and the crack cocaine thing for me was nauseating. I had to turn it every time, and if it comes on now, I'd have to turn it. Somebody who was deep into crack or deep into coke, and it affected them bad. They see that you want to grab the guy and crack, bam! (laughs) I just want to pound your head against the wall. Because he didn't make it sound bad all the time, even though it was supposed to be. It didn't come across as Dave was upset about it. You know, and he, he come from a culture where I was living in it, around that area where he come from in D.C. It was bad. So for me, if you, that flashes up, I taste it. I taste it. It goes into my face. It goes into my whole system, man. I lived through that shit every day after work. I get done work and it was how much can I get? How much money can I got? How much do I got to get to get extra money? We're talking thousand dollars, two thousand dollars a week, every week. Yeah, I had my. I mean, issue. I can see the, I see the humor in, in it, but I mean, just for those people out there who've been affected by it, man, it's like um, <laughs> I'm just telling you how I felt about it. It just pissed me off. <clears throat> I do Pookie Messy. Shake it up. I guess it was my age. I know crackheads too. You're, and you're, I mean, how many people? How many people on the panel I'm, have been crackheads? I mean, I was. A, I'm, I was I'm much heavy. younger. I'm much younger, but it. I guess maybe it didn't affect me because I couldn't understand it. You know, it's there for me. I couldn't see it. From that I know what you mean, though. I couldn't see it from that point of view when I was 13 when the show came out. But my mom, you know, there was a lot of neglect because my mom did have a crack addiction. But you would think maybe it would piss me off coming from that perspective. I can tell a lot of funny but... stories, too. I mean, I can tell a lot of funny stories to go in along with it. But I've had people who they had never had crack. And I gave them crack. I wasn't selling it. I gave it to them. And then you see them a couple of years later and they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year their life going down the tube and then they put a gun to their chest and fucking kill themselves. Ooh. And you're the one that started them. I mean, basically they had the choice, but I mean, I have a lot of stories like that around the white stuff. You know? So, but that one I'm okay with now because I told his wife he was married to at the time and she's okay with it because it was his choice, but I mean, a lot of people kill themselves over that shit. I mean, I have I don't want to say crystals right now, but I'm going to say crystals. <laughs> Chappelle is a knack for that. He brings light to the controversial shit like that through comedy. And he does but, it. You, you, you want to know, you know how ahead of my time I was 
in uh, the seventh grade when this show came out, I actually did like a little report for like one of my English classes and it was like a poll. And I, I, even though I, I was head of the curve and I, I tried polling all my like the kids in the class if they thought uh, Dave Chappelle's jokes went too far. And this was so early on that a lot of people were like, I don't know who Dave Chappelle is. You know, like six kids were like, oh, I love Dave Chappelle, you know, that kind of thing. So, Yeah, only just to sit cool few you guys. I would be curious right. to ask how many of the kids that, that liked it did it because there's an odds you're that away. you don't sound like you're somebody who got into it. So maybe they didn't either. But the other ones who didn't like it, maybe it became something that was like, I should try that. Because watch this. When he left, right, and he escaped out of that because he saw what was happening and he just didn't like the pollution in Hollywood, right? Yeah. What did everybody think he became? Well, Fun yeah, crack? see, there's the, one of the there's, things that's, that happened. That's, was a, was that's a, fake a news before it was fake news, right? So what but really had happened? What, what really had actually happened, uh, there was a YouTube, um, he used to do all of Joe Rogan's clips before they did them in-house themselves. But uh, Mischief Maker was the original YouTube. <coughs> and he did like a, I want to say a 10-part series or maybe a five-part series. And it was called uh, the $10 million question or something like that. Basically, the, whatever the amount that Dave Chappelle was supposed to sign for that third yep. season. And it, it went through like, clips and clips and clips of him talking the other producer neil brennan talking a lot of their friends and fans you know talking and they basically put a good compilation you know saying like what you said it was just a decision to get away from what they're trying to turn the show into and too many outside people were trying to hijack it and send like literal like he he talked about some of the skits that they think and that he did and he was like no that's straight up like propaganda i'm getting the fuck out of here I have no problem thinking that maybe it, because he was really skinny at one point, even in, but when he had went through his changes, that he might have been part of that. But he, some people can do it, control it, right? They're, they're strong enough that they don't let whatever substance, substance even that hard fully destroy their whole life. But he might have just been, making, uh, you know, doing that. What he I said. think it was. But I for me, when, it, when he disappeared, I thought, Actually, from somebody who'd been in it, I thought that could have been one of the plausibles that you and then I walked through it. You're like, I don't know. He just disappeared. I just thought it was an entirely made up story to destroy his reputation because he walked out of that deal and cheated them people out of. I believe that. I I mean, I I, I can believe both sides. Right. I can believe that somebody could be so. It didn't affect him, though. He, He survived like waves of before cancel culture was a thing. He survived now and whatever he's overcome through that. And I have a, there's a, a, a benchmark, I guess, or whatever a, a standard of measurement you can go to see when you're okay with uh, the elite or the people that get to put out the media. And if they invite you on for Saturday night live, you're in the clear. You would never get onto that show if you were blackballed from um, no. well, TV. Yeah. Depends yeah. on, well, I won't go too far into that. It depends on who you work. <laughs> guys all. not to get too political but we're trying to get political what are you guys growing <clears throat> oh growing i got all kinds of stuff growing i got a veg anybody popping uh veg- about i was just about to say anybody throwing a bunch of vegetable seeds down right now um i'm gonna be going what are you to growing? Nursery probably this year but i want to do a, a raised bed of eggplant and some kind of hot pepper habanero or 
anything hotter than mm. that, whatever I can get at the nursery. Yeah, nice, man. I did some Serranos last year, and I made some fucking killer. Dude, I, like, have the uh, green tapatio that I really like, and I, ha- I harvested a bunch of my Serranos when they were green, made a ferment out of them, made it into a hot sauce, and, oh, man, I, almost, I like that. Like, it's the same amount of hotness, same tang, but, like, a little i don't know it's it, it's like I'd smoking move. your own ve- smoking your own weed versus buying the same same strain at the club you're like no this has just got my like ah, ah i'm proud of it i just it gave it better sorry i'd really like to get scotch bonnet or um, a trinidad scorpion if i can get either one of those nice. well i went down with my back so my veg my flower room didn't get finished yet it's almost done now but i'm finally getting caught up but i um just my back every every day it's almost like I throw it out again but I popped it back in so my, my veg is getting even in the small pots before I put, take it from twos to either threes or fives oh man I'm gonna be I either half the top they're gonna go in the ceiling and these are all these are all my own testers so I want to see what they're gonna do like oh shit I'm doing it I'm doing the thing that Eagle talked about one time you know and I'm pinching everything with a purple stem okay and I want to see it how fast you grow back, that tells me whether you're more indica or more sativa in the mix. I've noticed that all, all, already. Yeah, that is quick. If I strip a plant, it comes back really fast. Oh, that's a freaking sativa leaner, and it's going to be a heavy producer. It depends on how tight the bud sites are. So I got a couple in there. I'm afraid that, I mean, is it literally if the plant is in a two-gallon pot? Because I haven't got to see it. I haven't grown anything totally straight up. So if it's two, if it's three foot right now, when I put it in the pot, if it ends up four foot, would that plant would that actually go three times that height? Twelve. Depending feet? on depending on genetics, yes. But if, it's if, if you're going to go from a sativa, oh yeah, baby. Yeah, expect. Yeah, you might want to <laughs> try to put it in like a five. If it's they're not, when it uh, stops stretching is when the root development stops. Got whip that sativa. The male was an OG that crossed that, root that, development that, that bred all eight of these females. It was an OG. It was a sal- that salmon river OG. But I'm seeing a lot of the female right. traits in the and on the the F ones now. The back cross they look more of the indica side, and the one is the blue leaves. So I net don't. Definitely, oh, what's coming through there? I'm that's what I've, I've the stretchiest plant I've ever grown personally is kosher Kush. It's wide leaf, and you would think indica based upon the Kush part and the OG, mm-hmm. but it has a four to five time stretch. You put a one foot uh, tall plant. In this case, it was a one or a two gallon pot, and it stretched up over the light in a four by four oh, tent. So I can fix it all. See, I learned on that last grow, which was my second indoors starting, that if they get them tall. I have no problem chopping the whole top of that thing off. If those yep. good, the bottom branches are good. Having, to do having two, four, or six, and then bending them down right there, and then let them go back up. And then I have this round plant with these stalks. <laughs> I got no this, problem doing that. This was a three in a time thing that I noticed. The first time oh, I did it, it grew past the light, and I didn't I do anything about it. The second time I did it, I, t- I topped it twice in a normal amount. I, I normally top a plant. It's still stretched and I had to super crop it, but still it sprung back up and I got light bleaching on the top of the bud. So the third time I grew it, I did exactly, 
I let it grow the normal time I would, or, you know, same routine. And then, uh, at that point, because I grew it two previous times before that, I knew the exact time to cut the top of the plant to not let it stretch and burn into the light. See, and I, that I, perfect. No, it was no, perfect. perfect. Yeah. That's, let's see, that's that, that, that moose and lobster I got, that clone I run. I know I already did it once. If I flip that thing at one, at one foot, it's going to be four foot tall. Perfect straight up and then all the branching you want, it's going to give me two ounces of weed. I know. Exactly. So this this was scary because I t I usually make four plant uh, four main colas on a plant. Top it twice from the very beginning of a clone or the very beginning of a seedling, and I had four main colas to it. And I had to top it a double the amount of times to get eight colas on this plant, but it didn't do anything to stop it stretching. So now I just had a bushier plant that grew the same exact height. <laughs> so yeah. um, I grew uh, super silver haze back in the day. That thing's it's at least a four time stretch. Uh, Super Lemon Haze, three and a half time stretch. Um, Casey Jones. Oh, I love Casey Jones. Trainwreck, uh, Lemon Tie. Trainwreck. Trainwreck, Lemon Tie, Sour Diesel. That's right. Um, eight time stretch. That's when you have to scrog sideways indoors. Uh, we threw a three footer outside. It was 18 feet. Um, straight up Neville's Haze. Dude, yeah, that thing. That. Oh, Easter tree. Oh, Easter that, tree. That's definitely in my top 10 all-time favorite strains, for sure. Well, I stretch but No, they, they the stretch, stretch, stretch. But, but, the thing, but the thing about Ooh, sativas man. is once you start trying to feed them, they fucking hate it. They're used to being grown in tropical environments in brush that are Let me ask you uh, actually trying to, like, put the arms out in between yeah. brushes and trying to fight for canopy light with trees. So like they're very, very hermy. Well, they're very hermy prone because nobody goes by and touches them because how they are naturally grown. So if a goat comes by and starts eating it, it might try to fucking hermy. It how sativa it is because it's never been if it's climatized, depending on how land race it is. Um indicas are made so they're actually dude, they're grown in all kinds of cold climates that the years change. They start getting used to shit, used to pests. They start hard themselves off. But sativas take days. You can only grow them in certain climates. But they're starting to try to fight for canopy space. So when you actually start trying to feed them, they go, ah, and put the claw out. Doesn't matter organic or synthetic. They go, ah. Second you stop trying to water them and feed them and let them dry out and just give them just straight water, they go nuts. They're not, they don't like being fed. They don't get food. They they're used to being in between brushes and fighting for canopy space. So they don't that slow them down. They then? need good soil. They need good soil. They need good soil and to be watered. That's what they want. If you fucking feed them, they go ah, and they, they throw that claw. Even you see anybody that you see grows the super lemon haze, super silver haze, anybody that grows it synthetically that grows with ammonical nitrogen. Boom. There you go. You slapped it, huh? Yeah, it goes ah. And it makes that like downward claw. It's weird. Yeah. No, it, it does not like food. The second you just give it, you give it nothing and let it and back off. It actually does way better. I just give water. That's when it actually stop. starts taking off. Oh that's, yeah, that's the best yeah. thing for. Just manage your water regimen for it. And, and you yeah. mentioned and, and Smiley. You mentioned oh, calcium. You're short on calcium. I don't know how much you are, and you're doing NPK anyway. Yeah. But you can just do a what? Just do a uh, a milk and water feeding. Milk and water. For what? To fix your calcium, 
Plus, it'll also put lactobacillus. It'll put the bacteria growing in there too. Check out my bio. If you're short of calcium, it's, it's a good. It's better than cow mag. Milk is awesome. That's why farmers, dairy farmers, can grow su such big corn. What's that? You thought I was going to use cow mag? I <laughs> know. Uh, I didn't think you were going to okay. use cow mag. That's the joke. Remember? But I mean, I'm just saying, no milk. But you can also get use a lot of milk. Use a 50-50 ratio, which I've never done, but they say in the reading I've done, it's a, it's a, it's a fertilizer. But for but farmers, you, uh, kale, but kale, for example, has the level of calcium that a couple kale. Yeah, check so, my bio. I have a full nutrient chart: how to make your own nutrients and mineral breakdown of everything, enzymes, calcium, vitamins. Dude, check my check my bio on Instagram. Has everything. It tells you how to make lacto. It tells you how to make fish amino acid. Check check my bio. I just like stuff. That's if you're like in the, if you're in a dairy area, say, and somebody has some spoiled milk, you get your spoiled milk into the grocery dairy area. area. <laughs> this goes over that. Boy, I, don't, I don't know if I want to use a derriere on my. Uh... Hey, Smiley, you do not have to concentrate it with milk to actually get lactobacillus. If you actually leave a starch open in okay. open air, lacto is in the air. It'll be concentrated to the starch. How you, why you add it to milk is to piggyback it to concentrate it. You still have lacto if you just use rice. Right. Or any kind of starch, potatoes, anything. Well, you so what, what, what's you'd have just a adding the milk to the starch with just the rice. You'd have a consortium of whatever landed to eat the starches that are there. Exactly. Well, it's, it's going to be naturally drawn to it. It's the same thing with like cooked rice. So, right. like, the reason you switch it to the milk is like when you're doing your IMO colonizations, it actually like it has lacto in it, but it but the milk piggybacks the bacteria on it and concentrates it. So you just want to use a little bit more or let it sit longer. I know if you if you have milk, I would definitely look into lacto. But look at my bio, take my class, you'll learn about them. So fucking tits versus lacto. It has lacto in it, but photosynth purple non sulfuric bacteria, <laughs> photosynthetic bacteria, nitrogen fixing bacteria, phosphorus fixing bacteria, mycelium, different kinds of bacilli. Like yeah, check my bio. for bacteria. Yeah, just check my bio. I told a buddy of mine that I put a hundred. 100 gallons in his uh shit in his uh in his tanker before he sprays it next time i want to see what the test ground looks like if he's got a plate that's short he knows it's short on calcium i'm gonna see what it is yeah. oyster shell is 93 percent we're talking dairy calcium farm, carbonate right? yeah. instantly available calcium for your uh, well oh uh, yeah dairy farm um uh, you might even actually hook up with somebody that does uh chicken farm see if their uh extra eggshells might be actually usable i just wanted to so add the milk uh, to his dairy farmer right in right into a shit spreader before he spreads it just drive it and shake it up <laughs> i want to say good morning to my nephew sean what's up shawnee Been to see papa and brother my favorite nephew. These are four of my favorite nephew right there. Yeah, I heard that idea. Favorite nephew? Yeah, for sure. I'll show. My favorite nephew has two of his own, so they're my favorite nephews too. So there's three. Yeah, he actually fucked up. Totally. He went to uh. He went to the fucking Motor City Cup with me and 
with the bros, one of the bros we vents there. And he was actually one of the few that came to the vent, one of those type of vents, and didn't had didn't get smoked out. Yeah, you know, everybody else, people I had brought to the, you know, Bring it out. one of those events, <laughs> all had been smoked out. But, and he had an edible for the first time, and he got, he fucking, he was lit. He was lit at that cup. <laughs> he had one of those Spartan cookies. First edible he ever had was a Spartan cookie. <laughs> he was doing no pain. Smart cookie? What's a smart cookie? Spartan I think cookie. he says Spartan. It was one of uh, Spartan cookies. Yeah, Spartan groans. One of the ones Spartan groans I'm sure, I'm sure that's a good RSO cookie. There. I'm sure that's a good oh, yeah. cookie. <laughs> it put the hood on, did it? Yeah. You guys been doing it long enough now in a legal state. I actually lost him for a little bit. They were all like, aren't you worried about him? I'm like, no, not really. I know he's good. <laughs> I'll find him. I'll find him. Dude, uh, one thing that really really turned my head at one of the cups is there was a guy uh, named Wolf Arette that did medicated jerky. Oh, man. That was delicious. <laughs> Dude, such good jerky in general. But, man, that had a punch. Woo. No, yeah. Oh, man. Woo. You know, that's what when we were – uh, when I was, we're talking about the tinctures and you're talking about edibles and then we're talking about metabolite. One of the first things that popped in my head is how I metabolize different things. And I'll go through meat or jerky at a pretty fast rate if I eat it. So then I thought, Definitely. what kind of sauces, you know, can you medicate and mm. put on uh, beef jerky and you have medicated beef jerky? <laughs> Dude, again, that one medicated tiramisu I made was fucking heavy, heavy, heavy. Actually, it's sick. We have a, uh, a girl around here that makes um, cheesecakes. She makes like 15 or 16 different cheesecakes. You call her and go, any available? She goes, well, you have to put an order in because I'm going to make it fresh. So, dude, holy mackerel, those things are good. She's got Snickerdoodle and Snickers bar and Reese's and, oh, man, they're very, very, very good. But she starts making medicated ones. Holy mac, dude! Who you you have to have a sixteenth of a piece of cake and take two bites because <laughs> you're like holy mac, bro. <laughs> the uh, very best, very good stuff. The most effective and most nice to eat edibles that I would be able to get, uh, like on a retail basis, is caramel chiba cheese. Caramel what? Chiba cheese. It was a brand. I don't know if it's still out there. It has to be. It was one of the bigger ones. Chiba Chew. They make little like little Tootsie Rolls and caramels, other things. Yeah, I, I, I remember Chiba Chews. Yeah. So I'd just like to point out the fact that uh, this joint smiley that I rolled in the beginning. Well, we're almost pushed in two hours into this motherfucker right here. I've been cheaping on this man. <laughs> Holy shit. Again, why the fuck am I here? I just taught a fucking long ass class. Why the fuck am I even here? What are you what are you doing to me? <laughs> what all is in that that uh that's that spliff you're smoking there, uh, Eagle? That is some uh smash cake from Med Grower One and about an eighth of a fucking uh bubble hash <laughs> <laughs> down the nice. center of it. I've never put hash in a joint. 
Oh, it's the best. It's oh, the man, best. you getting dangerous up in there. <laughs> I haven't had good Dude, in years, though. He goes, lit the fuck up. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> you know, and, and not to sound like someone that's higher than a guy that's been smoking a hash joint for uh, two hours straight. But world's last hope, you're here because you're obviously one of God's messengers sent here to help us grow better weed. Oh, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. That was a joke and it was serious at the same time. Well, <laughs> thank you and ha-ha, I guess. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my nutrition. I'm, I'm eating seeds. These are looking real good, man. Tell you what. It's cool. I'll reload. Just give me a minute. I just my breath, man. There's some real fire out here in the high desert, man. I'm learning. There's some there's some serious growers out here, man. People you don't hear about. There's some there's there's guys out here that do everything. It's like, oh well, I guess they're everywhere. I'm sure they're everywhere. I ran into a guy and he's like, Yeah, I I'm gonna. He said, "I love F1s." He's like, "They take them and they pick through them. They, through them and they find something, they clone it, and then they do whatever they do with the clones." <laughs> well, I don't want to blabber on more, but the best way to treat a true F1 that you get out of something that's really crazy is uh, obviously we can go like scientific and say you can have it like stored in tissue culture long term. But other than that, obviously keeping the clone around and keeping that healthy. And then on top of that, um, say like you, you do make a distinct cross to where now it's a hybrid. You go through those first batch of seeds that you find and you find your favorite keepo, uh, your favorite keeper phenotype, uh, two plants that you are distinct enough to make a, a pretty much a true hybrid, basically where you're seeing uh, 50% phenotypic swing in the in those F1s. Some that are the, some males that are like the mom, some males that are like the dad, some females that are like the mom, some females that are like the dad. You get to pick a plant out of there. And if you S1 it and back cross it to the point where it's cubed, then you have basically a stable variety of people can grow that seed out and have the very basically same representation that you found you will, in that first you will, batch you will, of F1. Ne- you will never find an S1 in my garden. That's just... If you if you take your stable well, you phenol that's, that's been hunted I mean. out of a bunch of stuff to a land race uh, that's been cubed, the cube has actually been right, right. Cubed, you don't have so to it actually one. has its own, it's pretty much its own land race at that point, but it's you're going to find 50 batch or the uh, cross is going to over-dominate. Because like yeah, if you outside. take Cindy, Cindy, Cindy 99 and you cross to Larry OG, it all tastes like Larry OG. If you take it to Durban Poison, it might be 50-50. Well, then, yeah. But no, that, that, that was another topic we went through about for about two hours in my class, too. One point of that is when you do go through the trouble of making something like C99, let's say in that uh, very first um, progeny of seeds where the, where the C99 or the Cinderella or princess uh, phenotype was found. You got phenotypic expression and the males that never got talked about because they got discarded and never saw the light of day. Those all had their own separate expressions. But what back crossing exactly. does is it gives you the, 
the male representation of what that female was. So now yeah. you're growing a, a thousand plants. If everything goes right, 999 of them should be exactly what the that, that plant was. I do not agree with that, unfortunately. Like if you take Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper is nine different strains in it. If you take that to a land race, you're still going to get 900 different no. variations. Uh, if right. you take I'm a land race to a land race, you get five variations. It all depends on what it slept with. Right. But this is just exclusively narrowing down the gene pool and only letting the plant breed with this very same phenotype. You know? Well, well exactly. The same thing, but the same. Okay. Go. So if you have Michael Jordan, That's okay, there's Michael Jordan and his kids and his siblings. They're all completely right. different. They're not all Michael Jordan. No, I'm not. This isn't true breeding in the aspect of being uh, getting uh, that not expression true, in an outcross, but this is growing if i if i give you my separating the gene pool and then yes, if like I limiting it my, out and keep going keeping going right if i give you my right. bx2 seed i'm ensuring you that whatever plant that it was that i kept back crossing to is the phenotype you're going to see across the board but what i can't guarantee is if you take a male or a female plant breed it to something else i can't guarantee that those specific genes are dominant and they're going to come across in the next seed line well, it, it still depends on what you used to breed with, if it was a land race or not, because if it has, if it's an Afghani and a Pakistani and that you breed those two together and start working from that, there's nothing in them. But if you're like, no, I love Apollo 11 or I love dude, like something that has a bunch of things in it, it's right. going to show that genetic expression down the line. Doesn't even you know matter what if it's an F2, think, but if you're going to limit it down. You know what I truly think though, is that you have to go so far out of what we have to work with. And we're talking like 2021, if you're popping seeds or if you have seed collections, you know, in my case, I, my oldest seeds that I bought were like in 2007, if I had still had them. A lot of things have changed in the gene pool and what kind of seeds are trendy and what people make new batches of seeds with. 100%. Um, but what I would think, and I, I revert back to a lot of Rob, Robert Clark's, you know, marijuana botany, and the whole thing is, plant, if we don't do anything to breed plants, the plants are always going to try to revert to how they would be in the wild, which to the furthest extreme on that end of the spectrum would be a monaceous intersex hemp, you know, variety that's maybe only good for bearing fiber, for making ropes yep. or something. Um, versus the work that we do, we go through the hand of breeding and selection and we get to, even though people don't like the terminology, Rob Clark Hughes, he, categorized it as drug type that's the furthest recessive there's doing, there's dominant traits in hemp and there's recessive traits in drug type sorry yeah, you do it in animal breeding all the time livestock yep. breeders do this all the time if you're starting yep. a farm you can't start you don't have the money to start with the highest grade you go by females that will give you kids just hopefully give you kids and then you go spend all your money on the male that has the dominant, has the size, is what you're going for, that has been classified it, as stable, right? So, when you use but, the term now, dominant, though. And then you put that on all the females, and then you see what comes out of those females. And the first thing you can do is get rid of any females in that bunch that didn't give you anything good, and then you can get rid of any females that didn't start meeting perimeters, uh, you know, that have been set that need for the breeding standard. 
I, I just want to be clear in a terminology standpoint that when we, when us, you know, cannabis breeders that are, like I said, dedicated for drug type cannabis, when we say dominant uh, on a botany level, it's actually recessive, but we're saying dominant because it's the traits that we're looking for that are trying okay, to, you okay. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all I'm saying, saying is with, 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 too, with yeah. your, yeah. with your recessive genes, when you're doing your, uh, table to figure out domination for genes i don't think your table is big enough i think you need to make it bigger and broader for what right. is bred in it what That's genetics nice were, were pulled to it but you get you got to backtrack it's, what it's really again, hard like, to make a hybrid in 2021 right now well again it's like it well it's like if you take a regular pack of seeds you take a female for some reason it or you grow up with something else that something else hermes on top of it makes new seeds they might be stable because it was on a regular pack of seeds or you might end up with a, like a decent Hermie rate. But when you find a new genetic from that, it's going to already pass that recessive gene. You know what I'm saying? Genetic, yeah. Genetically wise. No, well, that's why. I mean, about breeding recessive to recessive, it has to be the, the Mendel type thing. But again, the, the, more, the more things, it's, it's like if a white guy started, did a breeding project with a... Uh, a Mexican. So the skin type started changing. Then they went to Asia. Then they went to Africa. Then they went to Europe. Then they went to India and they started bouncing around. So all those genetic types are in that one person. So if they sleep with somebody that is even close to the same mix, dude, there's, you're going to have variation in the actual that's genetic why I expanded it to the point of in humans, I just gave an example of like clutching. Cleft yes. chins, at least the way I learned it, is a recessive trait. You need to have both parents have to have that recessive trait for cleft chins for you to come out with cleft chins. If you have two parents with non-cleft chins and they don't have cleft chins and they're you're never going to, they can have a million kids together. They're not going to give birth to kids with cleft chins. Right. It's, it's like the bad. whole on Genghis Kong, anybody that he bred with, everybody kind of looks like him type thing. But again, it's all depend on how dominant the, the gene is because my in my family my blue eyes are dominant my both my daughters have blue eyes my mom has blue eyes my grandma has blue eyes i don't know behind that but my wife has green eyes her dad has green eyes her grandpa has green eyes her great grandpa has green eyes my kids both have blue eyes that 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 trait is definitely dominant but it all depends on how, it all depends on how dominant brown is yours and uh I'm I'm <laughs> I, I, I come I come out with brown brown eyed kids that are like off like my my wife is very very white I'm white she, they come out black I'm like what the fuck no. I haven't passed on my genes yet <laughs> same I'm, as my oops oh, yeah. I don't I don't have any children but I, yeah, in, but in, on my on my dad's the side the easiest way to find what you got is use the same male if you want to do a yes. line breed use start the Breed with the male and then take all them seeds, bring it back to the same male. I kick myself yep. in my ass for not for not keeping my male. I'm kicking yep. myself in my ass. Hey guys, 11, 11 minutes to 420. Thanks. Nice. Well, uh, Warm up, boy. gooey breeder. Uh gooey breeder actually is to like a BX 37 or 38 now because he's he's kept his original male. It was like Afghani Maui Wowie to a New strain. He took brother and sister, kept the original male, took sister to brother, six sister to dad, sister to great grandpa. Yeah, 30, 36, 38 times. It's its own land. It's its own strain. You buy them and they're 100% the same. But it's also called the champagne of weed. 
because it tastes yeah. it that's the flavor on it it's champagne nice Sounds but I it's, like champagne. it's strong and it's coated to shit great for hash if you can get it to bubble i'll buy it <laughs> oh i i dude gooey was a project for me like six years ago but no he, he's still doing the same thing man he's still rocking hard no, it That's gooey is started. definitely rotating around. You just need to figure out what BX it is, but it doesn't matter because they're all the same. After well, you I mean, get past, so if you go to three and you have an open genetic variety, you might still have five different varieties. When you start getting to a nine, that's when you actually completely fucking isolated it completely. That's why Cindy 99 is Cindy 99 because it's been back crossed male, female, new stock. Female to original male, new stock, new female to original stock, new stock, original, new female, nine times. It's you buy seeds, it's the same. See, a lot of those things, even in animals, you're going to hit that point where you want to be like a red was saying. That's what you're saying. What yep, you're definitely. For, right. So it does not necessarily have to be taken that far. No, 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 definitely not. That's just, that's just if you want to. 100 yeah. percent work that line but no like dude if you find a bag seed and you fucking like it dude rock the fuck out of it dude that's that, that's the new you know, fucking that's new cookies bro if i, I you know on my, on my cross here from what i'm seeing if i pop 50 seeds i could probably do a 25 and i'm planning on doing 50 or one and each like one cookies. if i do 50 seeds and i see only like three or four characteristics i know i got something pretty stable definitely yeah, I see, and the, and definitely in the F2, well, I if, did. I see, if I see that close in the F2s, I'm going to be in love because I love Indica. That's Definitely. Yeah. Um, when I did my Han Solo burger line um, that did the Donnie burger, the orangutan, the Dr. Doom, and the Black Plague, the Dr. Dooms, so the GMO in the – dude, it definitely dominates. Um, the orangutan grows pretty well the same. The but the uh, Dr. Dooms, the ones that are um, the Indica Fino that I chose of uh, 40 different Finos out of Napalm OG, which is Tahoe OG on Alien Kush. Or excuse me, Alien Tahoe on uh, Alien Kush. But the most Indica Fino crossed to my Han Solo burger, which was uh, GMO Larry F8. But the, th that GMO and Larry F8, the, the cookies in that for some reason very dominates because the Fino they chose. So everything runs a lot. So, but the um, doc, the napalm OG, when I hit it to it, actually I've popped a lot of the phenols. They're very, like very, very symmetrical indicas. So the female side took over, which is cool because that yeah. that breed actually was like no, it's showing mainly like the male this side. See, that's where I go for the male. If I find if in here, if I start growing all these, and I find that in that where the male didn't hold the dominancy and the female holds through. Now I'm mm -hmm. going for a male of that female, whatever looks like yep. the female. I'm going for the, the male of that to do my back that, cross. Yeah, looks exactly, because <laughs> I, I did a, I did that with my Doxo G line. Actually, I chose the most subtle male, so I actually I had like 32 different strains I wanted to breed on. So I didn't want the I didn't want fucking the male to be on 32 different things and it all be the male. No, I wanted the female side to shine through. So I actually picked a subtle male so the female side had a chance to shine, shine through, and it does. So, like, eight out of ten is definitely the female side. It's, again, dude, love it. Well, t I tell you what, Eagle, if you're listening, that, that leaf stripping you talked about that one night you were talking about, you learned from Subcore. He was like, this purple, rip it off. And sometimes you, like, take them all. 
I'm telling you what, man, that's, that's a great way to judge how fast your plant's going to grow. I mean, it's just, if it recovers really fast, you know, you, you have something that's going to be more of a stretcher. That's what, that's what I'm seeing anyway. The Indica's just like, they don't come back that fast at all. They're like, well, you just put me two weeks behind. But that's okay if you got a veg area. If you needed to test something, that's what I'm, what I'm talking about. I appreciate yeah. it. It's really, it's really helpful. They push really, up. I'm, I can take you in here. This thing's freaking, they're taking off. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, and one, one's, one's jet, jet fuel pine and a little bit of funk with skunk in the back. And that, it's that pine where it makes you go, it's that pine fuel that makes you go, holy shit. That's like turpentine, man. Super turpentine. Super turpentine jet fuel. Uh, I'm like, jet fuel? I've never had jet fuel. I don't know. I like the veg. I, I get excited in the veg. I don't know. I just want to say jet fuel. Jet fuel, man. Jet fuel. Is it, what time octane. is it? High octane. I should take you in here. I keep talking about it. I'm almost finished. Jet fuel. So, uh, a lot, one person I follow outside, well, he's, he's slightly integrated in the cannabis realm, but more on the uh, CBD hemp field. But the person I get pretty much uh, a lot of my terpene knowledge from, Dr. Robert Pappas. He has a uh, whole entire lecture thing that he does for his, what he has a essential oil university. And you can on YouTube find his channel and go through his entire uh, lecture and all that and he has all these different terminologies for describing different uh way that terpenes come across and you know like way to categorize and name them so we can identify and know what they smell like and use the same terms so we all know what we're talking about well two of them that are more scientific that we use we always or that he uses we use the term terpy right but there actually is an essential uh in essential oil chemistry and perfumery, they call uh, terpy weed terpenic. It's the grammar-wise way to actually call it. And then uh, we always use the term gassy or fuely for OGs. And it actually is pretty common outside of cannabis for a lot of essential oil uh, producers to find what they call hydrocarbon. They don't use the term gassy, but they say hydrocarbon is for the general smell of what we're talking about when we say And that could be anything. That could be petrol fuel. It could be, you know, octane, like you're saying, but it's usually an alkane. It's not so much of a terpene at that point, but it's the general smell that you smell when you smell gas or fuel or it's, it's an alkane, like octane. Octane is an alkane. You want peace now? Love y'all. Peace. Yep. Peace. Good one, man. That's it right there. Unfortunately, this is the one where I only got about 150, 200 seeds. Three <laughs> minutes before 420, anyways. Yeah. Is it? I've been smoking this ball. I'm going to have to pack a new one for 420, I guess. That's yes. skunk right there, Oh, yeah. Man. It's a warm up bong, bro. Warm up bong. <laughs> it's warm up. Very skunky. Now, see, here you go. These were all from the same at Moose and Lobster, and they're all holding the same structure. 
but they weren't. It wasn't the moose and lobster male. So they're getting the indicas coming through. The indica structure, you know, thicker, tighter. Like this one here was the moose and lobster. There's the clone of one of the moose and lobster phenos. That right there will be shit. Five feet. I'm soon flip it and say a little tiny 16 ounce, and I know it's going to be five feet as soon as I put it in and flip it. <laughs> full. It'd be five feet full. Oh, damn it. There's that little... I, I butchered this one up. Look at this one. This was that floor cloner back here in the bathroom. I kept, I kept saying I was going to flower. I, I butchered that thing. Why'd you cut all the lower branches off? Um, Because I was going to stick it outside, and I didn't want all this green just showing up outside. My Everybody's seen it in my neighborhood, even though I can do it, but it's supposed to be covered i was just gonna kill it i was gonna kill it but i decided not to kill it so it looks pretty cool like that though i thought looks like one I, of the trees from the movie lorax doesn't it look, look pretty cool man I, I was like oh shit favorite man, Dr. Like story. it's like the, it's like a ladder right it's like a ladder it's like that ladder up to the tree bonsai it's pretty cool but it's, it's old man it's 10 months old now but these phenos here, man, these are these are all pretty much in the same structure, and these are all from different plants. See, these were all different phenos, or, or looked like different phenos. So that moose and lobster is really, really stable, really super stable. So is this salmon river. Just work at that. I was this, paying attention to one of the nights you were here talking about those dynasty yeah. uh, genetic. Yeah. And, he works uh, really I, good. Man. I've been chasing. I just haven't been able to get it because it's the only source. Maybe you could help hook me up. But there's uh, the Huckleberry, the inbred line, yeah. 2015. Yep. The the way that I got or when I started following him is he posted a mail of one of those plants and it's straight up purple stamen and purple flowers uh, on a mail. It's the most purple flowering i'm sure the pollen is, is even purple too you know i got one back here I, I got a bloom of goo cookies back here that every the whole everything everything went purple i mean it's yeah. not it's perfectly healthy um but this is uh this is a back cross here do you this do was, you uh, do you know a way of getting those genetics other than a dutch or a european seed bank no i don't see i would see see for me and any of that stuff I don't care. I, I'm if I find somebody like four twenty guys. Professor, oh, let me get back to the ball, man. Professor P doing that, and and has done that much work. I'm gonna go get one of his huckleberries, and I have something within it, and then I'm gonna go look for the huckleberry in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go try to pull the huckleberry back out of it, unless the, he is totally the fruitier, totally, the, the fruitier, less colorful one. Unless what he was using in a cross, what he would not typically grow, but he would only use it to, to bring out an expression or something. Like, you, you could give me a goat, a buck, that I might not keep, something I would want on my property, breed and everything, but I may want it to breed that female over there. And then you can take it back, or you could just give me semen. You know, I'd rather have semen, and then your dirty animal don't have to pull my property. <laughs> but... But this here, look at this. This is a BX. This is a back cross. This is a BX one here. Um, and I don't know which one. These are both the same. This one, had, this one had a little root rot, and I had to let it recover. Um, now it's coming back. Um, these here, man. Oh man, I like the way they're growing. It's, a, it's an interesting trunk. Interesting branching. 
you res do you always have them in those small pots because i think you can adjust plant morphology by the pot that it's in too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. similar structure <coughs> different plants that could have very well been if they were all in like a solo cup for too long or something well, they all, dude. I've I've vegged oh, these. I've vegged them in sixteen ounces for sixty days, and then as soon as I put them in, they were this tall when I put them in here two weeks ago, and they say doubled in height under veg in two gallon pots for sixteen. What do you think? I think this one here. Yeah, something through. I've noticed. They'll tend to get real stretchy if they get kind of tight in the root zone. They'll like want to go straight up. If you get them like a little more area in their root space they they don't express that as much. Well, see, I like that because right now, if I want to, if I want to throw these in like tens, if I wanted to throw them in tens, even though I don't want them getting bigger, I'm just going to go to like, if it's an indica, uh, like this here is more indica leaner, I'll probably throw it in a three and then feed it if I have to. This here will go in a three. This little one will go in a three. That'll go in a, I don't know, it took off the other day, man. I started bending it. I stripped it. Like some of these eagles, like, I can't strip them fast enough. I'm like, hell yeah, man, we're over here. I stripped it, and I was like, what the hell? Didn't I just strip your ass yesterday? And two, two, day, two days later. I mean, I was stripping them down bare like this thing, you know, taking taking every one, every red leaf off, you know, and come back in the next day, and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. I like this plant here, man. This is a... Uh, when I named number three, but they're all pretty much alike. It's just they have a little bit different smells, man. Just that's um pine and toe funk. Is that toe funk? A little bit of citrus. This one here, I think, is the um this here is <coughs> what is that? Maybe something on my fingers. That's no weird. What the hell was that? I took it. You ever notice the bottom give can give you a fresh? It's, it's never been messed with. I don't. I don't do it at the bottom very often. Oh, there it is. That's that. Man, what is that? It's jet fuel, but it's something really high pitched. That, that's not the right. What's the right wording for the for the flavor? And, and something that's really not spicy. Man, what is that? It's beautiful, whatever it is in mixture. It's almost like a something in alcohol. Well, it could but be an ester. I mean, it's really hot. We can't really well, give well, you an opinion on it, Rez, because we can't really smell it. So, well, I'm it, asking. It, it, I'm sure we're going to be able to help could, you out. It could be more. It could be actual alcohol. That's the whole thing of the chemistry of essential oils. They're categorized in many different compounds and a, a, a big. One of the biggest, if you're going to make a pie chart of what kind of terpenes or in this case, terpene alcohols cannabis has, a lot of it, it does produce. And I do like the ones that are more uh, sesquiterpene, terpene alcohol, the heavier ones, the ones that you don't smell from like 50 feet away, that's stinking up your pocket. I do like that. Everyone likes that, of course. I mean, I hope <laughs> I can think of people that hate that, but uh, uh, no, the ones that uh, translate from the same way when you break up the bud and you get the smell of the broken up bud on your fingers and then you smoke that and that same kind of smell coats your palate and you get to taste that smell 
those are sesquiterpenes and terpene alcohols. So if you're getting an alcohol note from that, that's probably an indicator of your, your, your senses are pretty dead on. You know what I mean? Fruit, something fruit in that one. Can't really tell what kind of fruit is it. The alcohols can have fruitiness. Straight uh, alcohol on them, and it's got the alcohol smell. No, I haven't sprayed it. These have never been treated with anything. More perfumey. Some of them are alcohol. If it is extremely fruity, that could be an aldehyde or an ester, right? But those because those tend to translate as more of a fruitiness uh, type smell. But the alcohols they tend to have more floral or woody smells these have not been sprayed with anything but with water mm -hmm. um this one here was a, i had this on my instagram but i haven't posted anything about it this was in a little flat uh meat container like you know preservative meat by the grocery store that i had like 11 years and had in my tractor trailer and i used it and i put all those seeds on top of that um and this was the one it took so what happened was i let it grow it only had about I don't know, eight ounces of soil in there, and the rest of it was, was these stones. And it grew for 60 days in that. <laughs> I had a little bit of soil on top of it, but I set that whole thing flat down in here and just let it lay down. I pushed it the whole way down, and now it's curved itself back up. And I've been keeping the lights way up. The lights are not down as close as they could. The lights could be another uh, 10 inches closer. But like I said, I took some Spartan's philosophy, but he talked about commercial and said that if you can cover the whole roof, like I did with cobs, set except for the middle here up is open, just because I didn't know what was going to happen. Plus, I got five days over here. Everything's going on separate timers for shit to come on and off. Since I don't have one of those fancy lights, I'm, I'm trying to do it myself. <laughs> well, boys, I hate to do it, but it is time to wrap it up. I got to wrap it up. <laughs> got to hold the box up a little bit. And this is a Dave Chappelle theme night. He seems to be. I'm Rick James. Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> you came back from the dead. Always Thanks fun. for having me up, Eagle. Yeah, good to see you. Red. Good sitting with yep. you, Red Pill. Smiley. Peace out. Red. I love all you guys. I'm rolling Three out. Hours, man. <laughs> Res, ready, red pill. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, Peace out. Peace out, red. Smiley. That's ready the to it. Eagle, thank you, sir. From the bottom of my heart. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Thank you, brother. Have a good night. Good morning. Thank all of you guys for popping in, man. I appreciate all of you guys for hanging out at this panel. Smiley and everybody that popped on, ready, res, <laughs> uh, everybody, world's last hope, of course, red pill, anybody else I forgot, terrible, a little laggy right now, I'm tired, man, I've been out for a good 24 hours solid, and I probably still got another hour easy before I can think about going to bed, so I'm going to try to blow through these shout outs right quick. Get some music going here. No, don't talk about crazy. What's up, 808? Uh, tomorrow will be another fucking wormhole. Tomorrow's Monday, so it will be a wormhole. 
Tonight was uh, another mix-up with the guests. Had to reschedule for another day. So frustrated on the guest department part of shit. It is what it is. What can I find that I won't get in trouble for? I can breathe. I thought I had my mic off. Sorry. Being blow my nose to the fucking mic. Jeez. Always a pleasure to have you guys. Let's see what we can get. Some bubble sparks. Start going through this. I think I did it 15 minutes. 15 minutes yesterday. Gotta get it. What, what I remember there. Uh, uh. Alright. Here we go. So cool. D's House of Dame. Mama Law 710. Scarecrow 420. Green Thumb Bum. Christina AG89. Unplugged 705 Medical Medical McGullicuddy Rick T the Rebel the Night G207 Fabian Salinas Dave's not here Tom Spook Greg Walker Brando Dope T Dog Dung Beetle Red Eye Jedi Girls Mother Nature Justin Conway Duckweed Run Boy 7426 Justin Cooter Strongman Oki Grower 75 Corey Trevor Michael Wallace Mole Vision 420 Who's Your Cat Daddy Taco Don Slug Rick S In the Bushes 827 James Seaman, Kevin Hound, Words Less Hope, Pats Fan 420, Vibe Merchant, Dirt Road Dude, Candace Sheba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Deb Gabo, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, S Tone, 710, Canoe, Canoe, Queen, Jamax, Stabby, Tanase, Fumador, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith Black, Sales, Mr. Bocillus, Sun Premium Gardens, Ross Bob, Ross and Jeff, Soil Roots, Small Tube, Tyler, Frosty Wood Boots, Frosty Buds, Menor Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dora, Dub T, Roy, Big Jar Gross, JC, Modern Genetics, Ocal Weedner, John, Last PPJ15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Productions, Dank Grower, DOA, Grown Meds, Miss Nudie Grows, I Grew Some, Johnny Candy Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe, and Slammer, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Man of Tea, Stu Moon, Mold Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Grows, Cast, This Guy, Burton 79, 79, Bulls Hammer, Midwest Outlaw 31, Voodoo Altars, Fresno Nerds, Kelly Connections, Wolverine Rome, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Glade Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations, Creations, Amber Lana. 
psychedelic art, psychedelic warlock artist LD, Sir Sticky Rob, Big J420, Brent Window, Big Ed1961, Metawani G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Brish, Mr. Sprinkling, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa and G, John B2 Crazy for you, BGWG420, Dr. Budswell, Pumped Thumb OG, Arthro Sensimania, Arthro Just Bates 420, Beast Coast Grower 420, Sir How, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Haggerton 420, Subs Up on Audit Every where BT Double D grows. Bingus, Green Covers, Man, Alex Boyk, Jeff, Chef Life, School of Crop, because I love it, Green Mountain, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest OP, Real, 100-212, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, we all flower Ryan Henderson Green 13 Noob Shell Winds Kingdom Aquaponics Indra Michigan Native Mary James Men Garden Streamer 77 Double D Bad Bunny Nutrients Mr. Green Pots Mr. Green Nugs from 61 from 619664 Spanning Kruger Jones to grow Papa G grows Raz Amy Drove grows Cast to grow from your heart podcast Lily Luna the Green Men Flock Jeremiah Moran at Sony Creek Lost Heart Mr. No One LG Farms uh, Mr. LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Eistold, P. Wynn, David Foley, P. Mason, 662, Scroggy, Mike Scrogginson, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad Brad, Family Farmers, Polly P. Bjorg, Eric Ferguson, Kevin Chaudry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hugger, Green Tree Hunter. I have my nose stuffed up like crazy. Green Kush, Kush. Chris Cloud, Joshua Steensland, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, May Mystic, Show Up, Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Serge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, Dan the Indoor Man, Grummy's Homie, Hamilton Gross, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Cannon Flag, P.A., Big High, 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Dark Carlos, Big or North Arizona Beer Grow 420, No Solid, Jesse Weiss, Scott Yeti, Introvert, Zoso J, Vixen, Robin, Killer 8, Mo, Cam Wood, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, The Pharmacy Seed Bank, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick May, Hyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Vabcarious K, Reich Rubles, Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Moon, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby Old Smoke, PW. You see grown buds. Laura Wash, Miss Weedblood, old school grower. Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Punch of Sounds, Lead, Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Critsy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Laurie Hansen, Real, 2000 Years of Tricks and Tradition, Mr. D. Conley, Pimp Jam, Big Bodie Face, Show Me Squat Squatch, Fuck Google and you. I'm going well, baby. Canadian Restore, Poor Dirt Farm, will Call Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farm, Seldom Seen, Old Park Garden Town, 9782, Skunky Pilots, Martial Arts 2012, The Hef- Micro Slave Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fake, Robert Greenfingers, Motherfucker Tonto, Thomas, Rancho Costa Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chaplin, Bobby Lynn Means, Trent Digger, Mr. Mac, Tonya Like Baloney, Bill, Bill S. Weed Peas, Trader Delicious, Minty uh, Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny 101, Big Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Bearded B-Man Farm 616, Nile Up, Max Grooming, Ruby, Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beads, uh, Chronic 88, 
Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Steele, Kimbis 03, Turf Farmer, Shannon, Stevens, Carlitos, Latinos, Gator Country, Gator, uh, Car- <laughs> Mr. Weast, Mr. Speed, Will Steve Fire, So Wally, Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross Bob, White Feather Grows, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Tank, Caveman Grows, BX Grunner, Smith Dude, New Grows, Sean McCannon was here this morning. Shout out, brother. Miss your son. Uh, Jay Munch, Danka Johnny, Wawa, Cannon Grow, Fall Dog, here on Canvas Council, Alyssa Paris, Rock Fam, Justin Smith, 420 Ben, Fresh Grove, Driving Herms, High Boy, High Boy, Your Real Man Grows, We Be Growing, Australia, and Grown. For Love of the Plant, Argo, American, Spot Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Hawaii's Highest Surf Crab, Micro, Goon, Jeff Lonefels, Mobius Grows, Dank, Brownies, Andy, Elliot Harkins, May, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Amelia Jensen, Oz, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, D's, Bags, Roadstar, Shotgun, Willie, Dank, Yoda, Jay Simmons, sure, bro, grows. Clackamas, who DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Michigan Grown Buds, your boy, Roy Boy, Delta Nine, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Sinky Colas, Dylan's time for PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, JA Drove, J420, Cascadia Grows, Tito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buns, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Live, Bagatsu Tempe, Andy Ed, D. Erd. Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11 Smiles, 11 Bindu Buds, Michael Rossum, Bro, 11, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Grow, Evergreen, G, Friends, M Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Save Vault, Dragonfly, Matt, Justin Mads, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titans, Coast, Bless Coast Seeds, Titan from Bless Coast Seeds, Chingo Gas, Vassal for Life, John Smith, Tommy Tricos, Book King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Swanky Pod, Oscar Green Jr., Leah, or uh, Seelberg, Matt Seelberg, Indo 11, Stephanie B, Sharp Pulley 989, Brown Brown, Sovereign Garden, Stone Nation 420, Tommy Tricomes again, Joe Y, Bugs 1, Paint 313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Jamid, Jachat, Mr. Randy D, Bagsy, Deck, DGC, Jeff, Shredder 911, Dutch Gross 420, Scallyway 420, Skill Bowl 1, Bed Grower 1, Empire Breeding Cove, Groly, Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Danny Danko, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Looney Jester, Smoke with Small Town, Tom S, Mr. Lazy, Raptor Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Drawer, Michigan Core, Double Tap, Mr. Green, Mr. Green, Dumb 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, Can Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T Ben, TM 42696, Rude Nuts, Hammer D Nails, Dr. Scrambles, VB Moon Rocks, GF, Double J, Bible Green, Self Grower, Hanky Sanky 420, OG, KP, Ganja Nana, Your Mama, George Joe, Roy Rodriguez, Be Growing, Nature's Best Nug, Killer B Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soul Life, Bully for Life, The Jeffro 420, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn Bumbay Ted's Test. Oh man, I thought I was done with that one. I'll definitely get a drink. 
The Rift Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 420, 420, Boone Farms, Charlie Farms, Aldridge, 25, Spinely Scarred, JDs, Miss T. Snug, Smoke Grove, Frazier, Rokoski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Ben Genetic Memory Farms, Vault 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Roots, or Mystic Marks, Mystic Rower, Ginger Stamps, and the gentleman that told me to take him off the list. Oh. Hard feelings there. Ginger Snap, CTE, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper 420, Cannon Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light It Up Again, Tim, UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Jeff Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dank Man 420, Dank Man Dan, Red Center Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, GGP, Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420, I'm Major. The American One, W Digger 714, Sharates, Kineos, Sinanix, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit the Hot Fire, Chris Mertz, Even, Save Robbie, Sergeant Life, Happy Fay Camp, Finger Lakes, Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozer Moon, Southern BT Grower, B Choose Medical, Jair Bear, Plus One, Mushroom, Secret City, Pioneers, My Little Tent, 2040 Space, 2042 Spacewalker, Christian. Tree Mump, T. Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B., T. Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Garden, Sean Smith, Olympus, My Natural Fire, Pacific Northwest, Rias, Kaya, Paul, Lemon Hoko, Trent Digger, Juridis, Juicy Life, The Richard 420, Grant Manuel, Mary Bond, Sammy Sizzle, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moe, Chris Moo, DK Trades, Chris Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Brew. Canada Nation J Wire. Didn't like back, huh? Wild Bobby, Sean Pins, Rescue Ready, Roadside, Notorious Snug, Magnus Seeds, Father and Son Tutorial, Trimming Tutorials, Dub T Danks, Holden Saves, Martin Perez, Doggle the Hug, and 420 M Bug, Chiba Man, GR420 Community Videos, Detroit River Rat, Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Every Day, Cheddar Bob 13, Main Missing, 420 Med Grower, Cookie Scoop, J Kendricks, In for the Grill. Backwoods all gone. <laughs> Backwoods all good. There, there. That's right. Stally Man said, Adam Shrinkin, Chanel Simpson, One Smoke Away, Ganja Roach, Kazoo, Aaron Burnish Rooms, Mr. Lincoln Sinkin, Angel Studio MG, The 420 Grotan, Paul Diello, John Fleming, Dinkovich, Kimo SI, Fiber Flower, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sun Man, Chiba Sunny, Jeff Popolik, Rose, Ricardo, Sosa, Dan, Jay, Earth Friendly, Farming, Candy Forest, Farming, fuck all that be, the Mystic, the Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Greystone, Kent, Stony Baker, MD, Stony Creek, Russ, Zion, French Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermes, Freebird, Mo Gore, the Madigar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Gulf Coast, Chronic, Sink Fat, Chemo, FSI again, Cavalero, Cavalero, Hardy Grower, 
Harvey Grower, Jed God, Jason Line 512, Seattle, or Seattle Comics, uh, Collins, sorry, Steve, Todd Kendrick's Property Maintenance, Sharpie, it, The Island Hayes, Scuba, Steve Speaks, JR Round, Randy K, TCDR, Claire Fred, Killian, Wardrobe, Rowdy, uh, Ritz, Randy, Grande, Piff 1000, Ace, Boog, 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Big Puffer Smiles, 15 Digits, Michigan, Ganja, Mook, Fred G, Jihadi, Super Bob. Holy cow, I think we're almost done here. Weekend at Bernie's, 808 Grosky, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Zippy, I Medic, Honesty, K Hell, Me All Flower, Brent Boog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, K and T, Chris D, True Sheriff, Full Times Fold, Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul, Grown, Kevin Jiu Jitsu, Canna, Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Collab, Low Cut, Abby Trembly, Mo Medic, Mo Manic, Mad Ranch, Benji, Helen, Hugh Janus, James T, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, Big High, 420, Lobster Brush, Bro, Mother Tree, Maine, Red Pill, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Ecstatic, Shannon Gibbons, Ruhine, Rick W., Comfortably none. One smoke away, the 840 Grow Show. Richard Lamb, Red Pill, Cannabis Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, Buddha Blake, Blake Buddha, Baby Buddha Blake, rather. Cheers to you, my friend. Authorized Freck, Warren Dixon. Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari Farms, French Dweller, Single Farmers, Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, Daniel Papala, B4P Funk, Nick T, John Reese, Without Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Birdman, Green Puffin Man, B Bunley, James Chung, Sarge A1A, Wayne, Josh Wayne, John Wayne. And my handwriting is bad. Counseling Root, Sister Golden Hair, Dina L. Dankarino, PFC, KFs, KF Farm, KF Gardens. Third time, KF Gardens. Get some sleep, man. Who else we got here? We're almost done. Blank 1030, choosing one. Only feet. Farmer James, Crypto Dope, James Lamb, Hip Grower. Matt Javon, Dan Marino, Maine, Chronic, one, Chronic Wonders, Surprise Grow, Top Floor Genetics, Mold Vision 420, Can 2 Cannabis, Jess Fisher, My Dog Nelia, Rooster Farms, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, Medicropper, Daniel Gross Photos, Michigan, uh, or Mitten Gummies, Sun Grow, or uh, Sunrise Grow, Lexi and My Baby Girls, Mo, no limit 1960 or 1916. Grumpy Toad, Alchemist C, Mix, Born to Something, Ross Joe. Last but least, not least, Weedus 207. Man, I think felt like that shout out list took forever. You guys, 
please join me this Monday evening when it will be a wormhole. The wormhole will start at 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. Myself or somebody will fire up the wormhole tonight, 2 a.m. If you're a past guest and interested in popping on, feel free. Come on in. What it's for. You guys happily, hopefully have an amazing day. You guys know the routine. If this is the end of your day, please get some rest like I'm going to do very soon. If this is the beginning of your day. Please make it an amazing day. Most importantly, please help somebody out. So easy to do. So easy to do. Just compliments. Sometimes a little bit of cash. Help with the door. Ride to work. Anything. Anything counts. Takes people a long, long way. Don't make a mask. You guys have an amazing day. Look forward to seeing you tonight. I am out of here. Love you.